It is Footy and Frothies here for our season preview. Welcome aboard everyone who's jumped on for the first time. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio and YouTube as you, if you're watching this for the first time. Uh, back for season 2021 after a few off-season shots between Barney and myself and Trev. We've got uh, the full crew in here, special crew in today to have a look through each and every team as we head into 2021. Uh, first of all, Barney, how are you, my friend? Yeah, going really well. Yeah, yes, <laughs> going really well, mate. Yeah. Looking forward to it. So, what? It's a couple of weeks away now. We see all the first graders back on the field this weekend. Yeah, should be a whole heap of trial games, which I'm looking forward to sitting down and spending some time in front of. So, yeah, the plan at the moment is we'll, we'll re uh, we'll redo a top up show, I guess, from the trials next Wednesday, and just uh, have some comments on the on the trials and what we what we saw and what we thought of. I guess any thoughts on top of this as well as the news before we head into the season. Uh, Trev Smith here from Serious About Rugby League, uh, the Western Sydney Rugby League Academy and regular rugby league man about town as usual. Trev, how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good, good. Uh, what's news? Uh, what's news? Uh, not much, to be honest. Uh, just uh, going with the flow, getting ready for the footy season ahead. And that, like, it's been uh, pretty busy and pretty full on. And making his footy and frothy's debut, uh, Toto is joining us. Uh, we have a footy expert. Uh, he's worked a little bit within the game. Going to give us a quick background of your of your footy history. Yeah, mate. I uh, loved footy my whole life, and was lucky enough to work for the Panthers for about five, six years there, um, in a number of different roles. Um, some media manager, membership manager, some sponsorship stuff. So, um, yeah, got to uh, kind of like do my dream job, and yeah, it was good fun. Excellent. And uh, you follow Panthers? I do, yeah. Panthers fan, mate. Yep. No, all good. Won't hold that against you. Uh, how was how had last season treat you? How was the ups and downs of last year? Yeah, it was a consistent season for Penrith, um, that massive winning streak. But, um, yeah, it's good at uh, back-to-back final series. Um, obviously, making the grand final, it's highlight. We haven't done it too many times in our history, but um, fell one game short. But it should be a good experience for them for this year. Yeah, cool. Uh, and, yeah, your, your passion for the game, obviously you watch a lot of footy. Do you get involved with Supercoach, Tipping Comp, that sort of thing? Yeah, mate. Love my Supercoach, Tipping Comps, all over it. Well, we had a quick talk. We had a, our thoughts on Supercoach last week, and I think as we um, get through, as we've done, I guess, our homework for this week, um, we've had a few, probably a few changes of ideas as we've had a deeper delve, or at least I have, so we'll talk about it as we go yeah. through and jump in with any super coach thoughts, Toto, and we'll... You'll have to ask you for any, any picks you might have there, mate. I've played two comps with Toto, and both times he's left me for dead, so... <laughs> well, just quickly, have you had a look this year? Is there anyone that really interests you yet, or are you going to wait and see what comes out? Yeah, wait for Team List Tuesday. Uh, if I do it now, I'll, I'll make too many changes. So. No, that's okay. Any rule of thumb you tend to follow? Uh, no, just the rookies and the guns. Try to keep away from the mid-rangers. Try and uh, pick my five or six that I'm going to keep for the whole year and then base my rookies around who looks like they're going to have a good year and, um, yeah, just build that cash. Nah, cool. Um, well, let's get into a quickly – so we'll do the news next week, but quickly we'll get into the changes for the comp itself this year. Uh, obviously, reserve grades are going to be very important this year. There's the extended bubble. They're going to play – Three grades. There's a push to play three grades on a Saturday um, now, which I guess yeah, is great. Logistics um, will be interesting to see how yeah. they're going to do that, especially yeah. if you got, if you do have bubbles come back in at some point. But and they had a rule change in relation to qualification, Trevor. I believe. Yeah, that's right. So from 
round 10, that they can use players that are outside the top 25, top 30 contracted players, I believe, which is good. So it gives the players who are part-timers playing in the New South Wales Cup or Queensland Cup, if they're playing good footy and they, and they deserve it, give them their shot in first grade so they can drop players back who are full-timers. It gives the clubs a little bit of relief as well, like I'd imagine there. Yeah, they right. they only, now we just got to pay match payments. So is that how it's going to work? Just yeah. straight match payments? Straight match okay. payments, yeah. Well, I suppose if you're in that position, it's a good audition for for the year after. Worst case, getting match payments. and Yeah. Um, well, like, uh, I don't know the exact ruling on it, but my understanding is if they play a certain amount of games and the following year, they're worth that plus the minimum NRL contract. Okay. So what have they got in the match payments plus minimum? Yeah, because that's yep. what happened okay. with Mike Acevo in his rookie season at Parramatta. Which is what, 120? Makes sense. Yeah, 120, 120. now is the minimum, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not up to 120 now, is it? Yeah. Or 75. Jesus. Yeah, or you still got the development contracts, which are even getting less. Yeah. yeah if you're in the top, top full-time contract, yeah, I, okay. I believe it's 120 now. Wow. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's, the, I guess, the off-season changes. On-season, so we've had the, the much maligned 2.40 metre field goal. Does anyone think that's actually going to come into much play or...? The Gregulus nah. rule, is it? The Gregulus rule, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, until we see the footy happen, we don't really know. Yeah, we don't know. That's right. So, yeah, I, I okay, sorry, again. yeah, I'm not against it. I mean, anything to make it more exciting. And we know the refs put away their whistle towards the end of the game. So if you're down by two and you're 40 out, why not have a crack? And yeah, see if you can push for golden point. Yeah, I, I think the majority of the time you might see it's probably maybe leading into half time when you're. 40, 50 out, and you no chance of scoring in the next 20 yeah. seconds, so you just have a crack. But Let me guess, breaking news, Pat Richard makes a return. <laughs> oh, he'd probably get a bit of extra Maybe, coin. Yeah. <laughs> get, well, I no. think it uh, – well, it used to be a pet play – it might still be, actually, this year, but it was a pet play of Benji's just to have a shot from halfway on the, on the buzzer. Yeah, yeah. Won us a couple of games over the years, but it um, – I think the main time's coming to play is, yeah, a minute to go either way, either before half time or down, or if they're taking a piss and they're up by 40 and they're just, <laughs> just starting to have pot shots. For the fun I think that's when it's going to happen. But interesting to see. Um, six again now for offside as well. I think that's a big change. So no more penalties on the line, resetting your line. Speed it up again. Yeah, um, I just don't like it coming off your own line. You get an offside penalty and you don't get the chance to kick for touch yeah. anymore. Um, mm. I feel like it should be a bit of... I sort of felt that the option. myself. If, yeah. You're, yeah, you know, yeah. if you're less than 30 metres out from your own line, yeah. I think the team should be able to say, no, no, we'll, we'll take the kick for touch, thanks. We'll yeah. Just, yeah. Kick it down to halfway, yeah. Like just uh, with my coach, and we uh, got to play in a few trial games mm-hmm. with those rules, and like, to be honest, I wasn't really a big fan of it. Yep. No, definitely, like, you know, because most people know, when you slow down and play the ball, you get a penalty. That gives that relief. But if you're just going to get six again coming off your iron, teams are just going to do it all day. And they, so especially, you if you're, especially if they're under the pump. You've got to get that half a second to reset as well. Like, I, know, you know, I imagine it'll again, be similar to it'll be I, – I think it essentially would create um, more insistence than having to bin someone because if you're going to give away two or three in a row, they're going to yeah. start giving, you know, last warning, all right, you're going, then, um, then actually kicking for touch. Yeah, but in attacking positions, yeah, of course it's going to be it'd be real good because they're not going to be trying to fly off fly off the line as much. But coming out of your own end, I don't. Yeah, could in, hurt. In a game where it's already they're already complaining, maybe it's too fast injury wise. Do you reckon that's <laughs> going to help that at all? Quicker, no. It's not going <laughs> to slow it down. Uh, the scrum. So now you have to stay in the scrum to the referee yells break. Um, 
if I think they get one warning and repack it, and then they will it'll be a penalty. Okay. Um, play the ball now instead of a scrum when the ball goes into touch. Yeah. We saw that last week in the game. Did yeah. it make much of a difference? Not really. No. You know what? The good thing about it, okay, uh, and I'm going to just revert to the trial games that we used it in. Our team and even the opposition team, when they knew they had that ball, because they could pick anywhere within that, they just pick up that ball, run to the mark where the referee is, and just play it straight away. Yeah. There's no waiting for the defence. But then again, it comes down to the referee and what they want to do. But if they want to allow a quick play ball to happen from it, why so not? Obviously, you're going to see um, a lot less game management with trying to kick into touch. But you're going to see a lot of people not doing it. Keeping so the ball in. I dare say you're going to see a lot more floating bombs to the corners and just trying to keep it in the air as long as you can and get yep. down there. But... Well, it speed things up a little bit. Yeah, well, and on the back of that, speaking of speeding up, um, it's now a handover for incorrect play the ball um, straight away. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. So, I don't mind that. blow the whistle handover. Captain's challenge gets retained if it's inconclusive. I don't know how often that uh, necessarily will come up over the years, but over the year. Um, but that's in play as well. I can't think of too many times. Was it, yeah, it was only once or twice, uh, I think, last that's, year. Yeah, so I, I so guess you it's keep there. your challenge and goes with ref's call, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, so, mate, actually, it's probably a better... Yeah, it's probably just going to be if you get a ref's call, it's going to be keep your challenge. Um, the bunkers now, we saw it again last week, the bunkers now automatic, so they either blow a try or no try, and the bunker will check anyway. Yep. Um, did that really have an effect last week? I think it was okay. It, no, I didn't mind that. We, we saw it in the last couple of games last year too. They trialed that, didn't they? Just yeah, they did. Uh, the lower, couple yeah, of the yeah. lower games. And, yeah. yeah, I think um, that came in on when the uh, South game when the, the winger put it down on the on the uh, touch line and yeah. didn't get reviewed. The didn't touch, yeah, yeah. And the bunker couldn't come in because yeah. they'd already yeah. blown the try. So uh, I like it. And now if the trainer's on the field uh, for an injury, they have to take the player immediately off the field for at least two minutes. Yeah, so uh, just with that, uh, the blue shirt trainers were allowed to run on and just be on there at the back while their team was in possession. Now they only got th- they only had out there three times to send a message. Okay. And they have to hand a card over to the sideline official. Like an interchange, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but they're allowed to go out on the field to grab a player off for interchange, but if you're seen sending a message, they've got to hand a card over. Wow. So okay. you've got to so send the blue shirts off the field less as well this yeah. year. And also they're allowed on like if there's a breaking play like stoppage and that. But That's not a bad thing I don't yep. think. And the, the fans have been crying out for ages for, you know, if, if he goes down, get him off. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, that's right. You might see a few people, a few less people rolling around on the ground. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, I guess it's all geared, the whole, all those changes are geared towards it being a faster game again. Yeah, and it was a faster game this year so that's probably going to come into play with some teams we talk about. Um... Any final thoughts on the rules, Toto? Happy uh, smell. I think these rules we tend to get a whole swag of them each year, new rules, and they don't really have too much of an impact on the comp. I just want yeah. the footy to come back and start. <laughs> I, I, well, and the thing is, I, I hope they don't make this a habit because I thought last year was one of the most entertaining years I uh, in a yeah. long time. I really enjoyed it, and the, you don't want it to go too far the other way where they're tweaking everything every every twelve months. Um, just quickly, so I had a quick look through the draws and put together a sort of matrix, which you can see there, um, whatever it all means. But I based this on how many times the Canberra ones are typo, should be 16, how many times the teams each play a team from the bottom eight from last year. And then I I sort of picked out the, what I think are probably going to be in contention for the top five this year, Panthers, Storms, Roosters, Raiders, South. So a point... Um, for playing the bottom eight and a point off for the top. So as you can see, Raiders came out uh, 10 points, Newcastle 
Cowboys, Newcastle nine points, Cowboys, Titans, Sharks all on eight. And the rest, um, yeah, apart from Brisbane and Melbourne, who seem to play the top teams most of the year. Um, any thoughts on that, boys? Look, yeah, it's short. The short is uh, Canberra have a pretty good draw for the team they're going to be, and Newcastle Cowboys have a favourite, uh, favourable one as well. Any thoughts? Yeah, man, they like draws a draw. Just play what's in front of you. Turn up each week. Yeah, the uh, bottom eight teams aren't necessarily the bottom eight teams this year. Exactly. So but they had to put something in place there. So. Right into it too much. It's generally uh, the way they look at it, though. Um, most people, when they come up with the strength of schedule or whatever they want to call it, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, obviously the lower teams don't get to play themselves, so that's a bit of a disadvantage as well. I, I started out um, doing the like seven day turnarounds and stuff as well, but I uh, gave up after I realised it was going to take eight hours. I think the <laughs> um, list you've got there is pretty close, to be honest. I, I went through it myself and had a bit of a look at it and just probably gave a few more points to the teams that I think are going to be stronger than yeah. some of the other and ones. And the thing is, you've got those. I, I started out, the reason Canberra are wrong because for like the first six games, I treated the Sharks as a bottom eight team, and I realised they weren't, but they probably are this year. <laughs> Um, and Melbourne and Brisbane do have a lot of Thursdays and Fridays. Got, Broncos have probably got the hardest draw coming but, off a wooden spoon. Yeah, Bottom but then they've got, I think, 14 Friday night games and, and uh, Melbourne have quite a few uh, seven and eight day turnarounds as well. So Raiders and, Raiders and Knights seem to have a fairly good draw and yep. Parramatta's got a good start to the year. But but I guess we'll... Um, any other thoughts before we get in? As on the comp as a whole before we get into our team-by-team team preview for footy and frothies? Well, until you get the top 30 squads, like we've got a pretty good idea of what they're going to be. You know, we're still still a little bit hypothetical at the moment, but yeah. no. Yeah. And, uh, and I, but really, I think at this stage, the only ones we're waiting on, I guess, Cameron Smith. Um, and I, the longer it goes on, the more I think it's probably 60% Titans, 40% Brisbane, and that's about it, if he plays at all. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't think he's down in the park kicking footies by himself if he's not playing. I think he's no. playing this year. We know it won't be at the Storm. It's, yeah, down to those. Well, we know that he brought a house on the Gold Coast last year. Yep. His kids are being on to a school on the Gold Coast. So I think he might just know, want to be have a might just want to have a look for four or six weeks and then say, well, oh, are they going to be a you know they're they going to get close to the comp well, or not? I think based on do, market do value, he has to essentially sit out until April anyway. I think to get him under a contract at market value. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and then there's I think there's rumor of him having a bit of still a bit of a peck and shoulder mm-hmm. injury. So I guess there won't be. I'm sure he's made a decision, but he won't be legal. No, can I, can I just like for a hypothetical? You may hype, hype away, mate. It's just a hype. You know, Craig Bellamy's, as we know, there's been talks of him being a coaching director at Cronulla. He could be waiting to see what Bellamy's doing and get a job at Cronulla. <laughs> Possibly. Um, no, I'm not saying as and a player, same, but hey, And same, sense. I would have the same argument for Brisbane because yeah, for a long time there, Brisbane were mooted that they were going to, for everything, get Bellamy as a director. Yeah. And he could come in as a first-grade coach or assistant coach and be that's set right. up for 20 years if he, if that's what he wants. So, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think he's probably waiting a little bit. But um, I'm sure he's got an idea. Yeah. Let's get in our team. So we're going to go in alpha order. There's no – that's the easiest way for us to put sort together, alphabetical order. Has someone proof-checked this, mate, the alphabetical order? No, it's order. awful. You, yeah, sure yeah. Uh, I before E except after C. Okay. I think. <laughs> um, starting with the Warriors. <laughs> starting with New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, it's the uh, – but let's start with the Brisbane Broncos. Two Bs there gets us in first. The Wooden Spooners from last year. And probably an interesting way to kick off um, – I don't really need to read out the whole. I'll just read out the gains and losses, I suppose, instead of the top 30, but you've got yeah. them there, boys. Don't worry about the top if you have 30. a comment, say the losses. McCulloch to the Dragons, Fafida 
Darius Boyd's retired, Gillette retired, O'Sullivan to the Warriors, Jack Bird, Joe Fengaway, Jamal Hopawade, Jordan Kahu, Richie Kenner, uh, Viduko, Isaac Luke have all been released. Uh, the Gaines, Asiata from North Queensland, Dale Copley from the Titans, David Mead back from Catalans, former Cowboy, Cowboy? Titans player. No, he's Titan. been Titan. retired yeah. there. And Isaiah Tass has come up from developmental. Uh, you can see there, I guess, we've I've also thrown down a bit of uh, a best 17 for you guys. But, uh, Barney, how are you approaching the Brisbane Broncos for this year? If you have some question marks, well, obviously, plenty of question marks. Uh, how are you plenty approaching question marks. Um, first question mark's probably Asako at the back. I don't think we saw anything out of him last year to confirm that he's going to be a starting fullback and all stay there for the entire season. Um Copley and Mead, where do the, where they end up coming into the team, where they end up playing. <laughs> There's question marks all the way through this Broncos team, mate. I, I don't expect them to improve a great deal from where they were last year, to be honest. Like, I've got some more points, but anybody else got? No, we'll go, we'll go to so Toto. Jump on? in there, and we will throw some some more chat around. But we'll get a quick a quick praise yeah. of your thoughts, Toto. Yeah, I agree with Barney Asako. Um, he had a chance last year, and they then they shifted him out to the wing and put Tessie New there, who didn't set the world on fire either. But for me, the halves, Croft. I think he looked good in the Melbourne system, but he hasn't shown himself develop. up. No, and and Dearden's unproven as well. So um, they used to always talk about their forward pack being unbelievable, the best young forward pack in the game, but. Even that's it's not looking too menacing this year on paper. So, with playing behind that pack with those halves, yeah, I see another long year for the Broncos. True. I'm going to expect a little bit of improvement from the Broncos this year. I think what Kevin Walters has done, and I'm not going to talk about what they've got in their playing roster, but bringing in guys like John Cartwright and Terry Madison, who are probably two of the best assistant coaches in the game out there to help with this uh, young team. I reckon that will help them moving forward uh, big time. One other point I have, I uh, wonder if Kevy's going to ban the Broncos from saying the opposition teams all year <laughs> like he did in the Origin. That's when- a long year. To- <laughs> <laughs> sure. He might just not. He might just be barred. For, he might bar himself from video sessions just to yeah. make it easier. And if the uh, coach whisperer is going to get um, a retainer. With yeah, Broncos. I don't think he'll get another job that way. <laughs> <laughs> he might not have a job at the moment. Um yeah, well, first question mark, Kevy Walters. What does he actually bring to it? We don't know, obviously, but can you see him actually bringing enough to change a, a team that's run last culture? Again, another um, unproven thing in this in this setup. Um, I, I think you'll get some more effort out of them. I think a, a lot of times last year they just didn't put the effort in. Like they didn't want to play for the coach at all at different points of last year. So yeah. I think he gets a bit more effort out of them, but... I don't know if he's going to do a lot with them um, with their tech with with them tactically. Well, I think it's um, yeah, and I guess that comes back to the assistant coaches. Yeah, so. like having John Cartwright and Terry Madison, they're <laughs> veterans. Like, yeah, we know John was the inaugural coach of the Titans, Titans and yeah. done well with them. But as an assistant coach, he's been with the Roosters. He's been everywhere and he's had success at most places he's been. Terry Madison again, you know, another great assistant coach. I believe he was with the Cowboys. When they won it, yep. um, so may they've got a good coaching staff to bring these players together. So, as we heard, the problem with Seabold, he wanted to do everything himself. Yep. He didn't want to rely on his assistant coaches. So obviously that caused reef between the players and the coaches and and all that. From what we've been told. Yep. So now Kevy's there, and you're only as good as your assistant coaches. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to be working as a team. I just wonder if those three, they're all pretty old, 
three kind of old school coaches. I wonder who they've got helping the halves in the back line and tactically, like Barney said, those three, yeah, they might fire them up. But hasn't he already engaged? So he's already got Talis back in and uh, I think Lockie is back and another... Well, Lockie's another, always been there anyway, Yeah, and so. another legend. So you'd hope Lockie probably has a little bit to do with that. But um, He's more on the board though, isn't he, Lockie? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. but I think he's, he's, he's tried to... Where every, all these people that have fallen out with the club, he's tried to get back into the loop. So can only be I guess thing. hopefully, yeah, yeah. You like to, if Darren Lockie's on your board, you can put a pair of shorts on and go and <laughs> Obviously help Tom Dean. Obviously, passes out for a month, which is not going to yeah, help. Yeah, so, well, my thought, just quickly, my thoughts uh, for a couple of the points is I, I it's all in it, Trev, like I want to give them, they did start the comp as almost favourites last year. They were world beaters first two games. First two games, yeah. And I thought they were just... Uh, very, very good. And then the rules changed. Everything changed. I think the coach lost the dressing room. Um, in their favour, again, is the, the, the seven-day turnarounds. That said, they're going to be down past uh, – they're two – almost their two best attacking plays, really, Haas and Stags for the first, well, for the first four rounds and I think at Stags least like eight or, eight or nine. Yeah. Uh, and that first month is Eels, Titans, Bulldogs, Storm. So they're playing probably going to be playing from 0 for 4, and that's a hard – a hard way back when you're already against it. Um, the positives, though, if they get their forward pack on the field, like they got a forward pack of Haas, Lodge, Carrigan, Tavita Pengai, Flegler. Um, yeah, working. Alex Glenn, the captain as well. Yeah. Sorry, he was just named captain today. I was just trying to forget his name. Um, <laughs> that's a like that's a top eight forward pack if Pengai they turn Jean, up. Yeah. But um, I don't think maybe Ricky might be one on the way up to. And Ricky's, Ricky, Ricky looks, probably end up starting. Looks okay. There's um, not much experience or senior kind of figures in that pack. Yeah. Though. That's the worry. Yeah. If they all kind of go off the boil a bit, who's going to bring them back and yeah. refocus them? Um, Pat uh, Carrigan did play Origin last year, so he's probably the natural leader going forward and, and was just super all year. last year as well, wasn't um, Flegler, I know, finished the year end, uh, injured, but he was pretty good for that middle part when they had very little to offer. Um, does, o- does Corey Oates end up going in the back row? Yes, or? yeah, he's, he he's training his back row, I believe. I think it might end up costing him his position by the end of the year, I think. Well, he's not an if expe- uh, a very explosive back row. He's got just Asiata a, there. A so just come in. Yep. He could end up out of the 17, to be honest. Asiata and yeah, not a lot there. Uh, the mail out of the, which wasn't televised, the mail out of the trials was that Matt Lodge looked very good mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. Um, he was obviously injured most of last year. Tessie New looked all at sea everywhere he went. And, um, and Albert Kelly, who's come over, just... Looked like a bit of a Zolly's someone mate. who should He's be playing park football. Up. So um, we've probably spent enough here. Uh, but the thing is, and, and it's a very interesting thing for the whole year is every squad you actually go through, probably two thirds of the teams next year have more than two thirds of their players off contract in the next year. Like yeah. next year is going to be a feeding frenzy. There's money. To, there's going to be some young players getting offered big money. Yep. Then you got someone like Anthony Milford. He might not have a job. He's on a million bucks. He might not have a job at the end of next year. Like, who's gonna? He's got a lot to prove. Is he going to go anywhere? Has he got, so can he, my, heard my thoughts all at the back end of last year, mate. I would have dropped him at the back end of last year. But yeah, and he's, I think he's injured for the first couple. Yeah. Um, that said, there is the base of a spine because I've I've always really liked Tom Durden. I like Turpin, yeah, and if they can get um, probably play more direct through those two. They need the Melbourne Brodie Croft to turn up. All of a sudden, you've got three quarters of a, of a spine that might be able to do something. But um, 
Any final thoughts, Gil, that said? Uh, as I said, I don't expect them to improve too much. I don't think they'll finish with the spoon. I'd like to see it again, but <laughs> I don't think it'll happen. I think I've got them. They've just they've lost depth in their forward pack, and you know they've, they've, they've lost some strength out of that forward pack. So I, I expect them to finish at least bottom four. I've got them finishing around 14th. Yep, half empty Suncorp every week, I think, from yeah. the round of footy they're going to be playing, and the bandwagon's not going to like it. Yeah, no, I just uh, think that I believe they'll uh, push teams each week. They'll uh, scrape some wins in, or they'll have some close losses. They'll probably remind me of what the Cronulla Sharks went through there in the early to mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think much better than Wooden Spoon, but not quite good enough to be that bottom eight clump. I think it's, I'm saying sort of ten through twelve somewhere in there. Um, they'll beat up a few of those the teams that are in the same basket. I think if they get every, all the cattle back on the field and Kevy lights them, but still not not the depth there. The maybe but maybe in a year's time, there's plenty to be excited about for them. Canberra Raiders finished fifth last year. Um, went through to the semi-finals. Probably played their grand final against Easts in that qualifying final, and then uh, Manly, uh, Manly Melbourne got them off the back of that and um, put the ringer through them. Uh, heading into this year, they've lost John Bateman, who's maybe the biggest loss in the comp in terms of what he actually brings to a comp. Uh, Nick Kotrick, Michael Oldfield, uh, and Sebastian Chris, who's been released. They've picked up Callan Aitkins from Penrith, uh, another, I guess, outside back. Ryan James from the Titans, Harry Rushton from Wigger, who's interesting, and Albert Hopawade, I think, is he still on training trial or is he has he got a contract? Yeah, I haven't heard much uh, since he's gone down there from before when they first signed him. To go uh, down there. Yeah, cool. Uh, obviously, fantastic draw as we talked about. Um, massive loss in Bateman, but they do have some. Um, they've they've got a pretty good back row that, depth in that to, team, to jump in there. And I, my concern for me really is they're, they're missing an edge now with uh, Kotrick uh, going. Curtis Scott wasn't the best defensively. Um, they're pos- po- positive for me. Josh Hodgson back, obviously one of the best hookers in the game. Now gives them three. Um, Class hookers um, after Starling and um, had a, a mental blank. The other hooker last year. Well, they've at least got two. Two. We'll call it two. <laughs> uh, and and I think Georgie Pye will be better for the year in yeah, the NRL. Definitely. I think second up, he's going to be much better. Um, they're my quick thoughts. Trev, we'll go the other way. What do you reckon? Mate, I think, uh, again, I know we've just had got their top 17 here but I think another big loss to Canberra is their feeder club Mounties no longer with them because uh, Mounties is one of the most professional New South Wales Cup clubs when the players went back from Canberra there they knew they were getting taken care of really well and now Mounties are with the Bulldogs and now the reserve grade is actually under by Canberra so it just depends on uh, their recruitment in their depth in that, on how they're going to help them so the Raiders are going back to their own yeah, reserve grade. Day. That's right. Yeah. And that because obviously um, quite a few of the players at Mounties have, like, will stay at Mounties because they like Mounties. Good team, Mounties. Yeah, yeah. pretty solid. Um, yeah. yeah like, and team, that, yeah. I'm just using that as an example because I'm still definitely now we've can use the players outside the top 30. Mm-hmm. This is all going to play a big part. Yep. So if you've got the depth there, like Mounties normally we're bringing to them, that it does help. Going to help, yeah. Yeah, uh, looking at that team, it's very, very solid. There's not too many weaknesses um, across the board. Um, 
obviously playing down in Canberra as well is a big advantage for them. It's a tough place to go and win, so they'll they'll win a lot of games this year. I expect them to have a, a really good year again. Um, they are going to be missing Horsburgh and Corey Harawir and Naira to start the year, but they've got so much depth there. Um, you take them two out. Uh, I don't know how long the, the self-imposed ban from the Raiders is on them. There's two games. Two games, but... Um, yeah, I don't see too many weaknesses there. Adding someone like Ryan James, if he's going to be coming off the bench, if he gets back to full fitness, he can, on his day, he's a very good player as well. So um, tipping them to have a big year. And they've got that, that, back, line, uh, that back row. There's five players that could turn out to be stars between um, the two you mentioned once they're back. Uh, Hudson Young, Tarpany. Elliot Whitehead, Tarpany. Yeah. Uh, this Emre Harry Rushton coming in well. and Emre Goulart. And we haven't mentioned Papali, probably the best prop in the game. Yeah. So just uh, sensational. Barney? Yeah, just to touch on Toto's points, to be honest. Uh, I love the depth in this squad, mate. They've got cover in pretty much every position. Uh, they've even got cover in the halves with Sam Williams, who's probably one of the better um, you know, reserves for uh, in the, in your halves as well. So they've just got so much so much cover in that squad from start from the top to the bottom. Maybe a little bit thin on the outside edges. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Hopawade ends up getting uh, Velame's position on the wing by the end of the season. Even Caleb Atkins, he was good for Penrith last year. Yeah, he's reliable. He won't. He's not a superstar, but he, he won't let you down. Yeah. yeah, you know what you're going to get from him each yeah. week. Yep, I got him definitely top four. Rappina returned in pretty good order seconds, all year, and I think they're missing Croker for the first three or four games as well. But um, yeah, he was busted pretty bad at the back end there yeah. with that shoulder. I think that's half the reason Melbourne went through him. So easy. They just picked him out. They knew he was busted and just ran right down that side. Um, Josh Hodgson, does he need to? He's obviously first picked. Um, how much pressure's on him from Tob Starling? Is it just a, is it a Cheese and Harry Grant situation, or is it not quite that? I think he's under big pressure, man. I thought they looked better with Starling in the team yeah, than what they did with dirty. Hodgson at the start of the year. Yeah, I thought Hodgson actually started last year. He looked, he looked to me like he was getting a bit old. He looked a bit slow. And they've just um, changed the whole stroke. They changed that running style anyway with White and yeah, Williams. Sometimes Hodgson can overplay his hand a little bit, yep. trying to do too much from dummy half. But yeah, Starling, he's quick, he's nippy out of dummy half and it, it's his game suits the new rules. Um, yeah, any any other final thoughts, boys? I think, I think they're essentially... Well, they are favourites, but I think no Penrith favourites. But I think they're favourites of minor premiership. Canberra, um, I think they will. Good turn price, up. ten bucks minor premiership, ten bucks win the comp. I probably not bad odds. I'm fine with all of that as everyone refreshes their beer. Any final thoughts, boys? Uh, for Canberra Raiders, no, I, think uh, I think their window's closing. Like the, the, some of them back rowers are getting a bit old now. Um, I think they've probably only got one or two years, and this is going to be a big push for. This is going to be a big year for them. They're going to push as hard as they can to win it this year. And just quickly, I didn't ask you the first time around, but the first two teams have been through. Todd, any super coach standouts here? Or you haven't focused on prices just yet. Yeah, all no. price orientated. No, I got a Ryan James cheapy. What do you reckon? No, Not I just yet? can't trust him coming off. I think it was an ACL. Two years, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, big couple of weeks of research coming up. No, <laughs> all good. Um, Rapana returned really well last year, didn't he? I mentioned he did, that. He was strong, yeah. Um, they've got to find something there where Scott even gets a start. He might start in the wing, actually. I think um, I'm, I'm expecting a big year well. out of Williams. I think he'll go close to being the best halfback in the game. I th- yeah, he'll like you like said at the start, he, uh, he'll be so much better for having a year, and uh, they'll be better for having had a year with him. I think, yeah, I think so. Uh, Canterbury Bulldogs, 15th last year, just scraped uh, scraped ahead of Brisbane in the dying rounds of the comp. Uh, this year they've lost Kieran Foran, and Kieran Holland, who's gone to get in the tools up at Newcastle, I believe. Marcelo Montoya, 
Aiden Tolman to the Sharks, Suaso Sewell, Jack Cogger, Tim Laffey, and uh, Isaiah Tuss, who, yeah, was picked up at Brisbane. Uh, the Gaines, Kotrick from Canberra, Corey Allen, Corey Waddell, Jack Hetherington, Kyle Flanagan, Matt Dury, all very good ins at this stage of the game. There's a little bit of hype and hope out of Belmore at the moment, Toto, but is it a year too soon to be really getting hyped? Um, I don't think they should get their hopes up too much, but I do think they're going to be an improver this year. Um, obviously, new coach coming on board. A lot of quality buyers. I do think some of those players are good. Um, Trent Barrett coached a few of them. Waddell Hetherington, when he was the 20s coach at Penrith, so um, he knows their games. But yeah, bringing in a new halfback, a new fullback, it's it's a lot of changes to the spine, but I mean, they needed to after running 15th last year, so... Um, I actually, the, the thing last year, they tried every game. They they yeah. never gave Probably up. For the last two years. And, and yeah. there's games where if they just had another six points in them, they or 12 points, they, they win, and they just didn't have it at times. They just they had a couple of really good wins over teams the back end of last year, but I think they've added, yeah, a lot um, a lot this year. So um, I'm actually tipping them to be big improvers. Barney? Um, I, I still can't. I'm still a bit worried, man, to be honest. I think... Um, <laughs> Barrett's going to push them into a, an up-tempo attacking style game and I think it might stretch out their middle a bit too much. I think de- at times their defence in the middle last year was pretty poor. Um, they've lost Tolman, who was a bit of that glue in the middle. They've added Waddell and Hetherington, who I, I don't think... They're not going to make 30 or 40 tackles each. They're no. going to give you some good runs and some some of that stuff. But And I'm worried about the link. I'm worried about Flanagan and... Um, I'm, it looks like it might be Avarillo at six, but uh, other than that, who else have you got? Wakeham or Lewis? Wakeman, yeah, no, um, yeah, I think Lewis is down the pecking order quite well. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just worried about the, you know they've bought a couple of nice outside backs and a couple of middle guys, but I'm not sure they're going to get enough good clean ball to to get the points. Um, you know, I, I'm just wor- I'm not sure how it's going to go. I, I've got them finishing about the same spot, to be honest. Trev, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy to see guys like uh, Jack Heverington, um to get a offer of. Uh, go over at the Bulldogs. He played really well for the Warriors when he was on loan for. Oh, it looked tremendous last year. Uh, mate, like the way he was playing for the Warriors, you thought he was ready to run out for New South Wales at the end of year. He's got a bit of nutbag. In that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's it, like it was my bold prediction that he'll play for New South Wales this year, or at yeah, least be in the so, squad. So, so mate, like uh, Jack Heverington, like I've always liked him. Even when he was at the Panthers, he's always had that uh, go that I liked about him. I know, and this is. Nothing uh, personal, but quite a few people love the big eye on the boys, but you can't go past a good old strong white boy. Well, what about when he gave it to Warrior Hargraves last That's year? Right. He didn't take a backward step. He didn't step. take a backward step. And, uh, and mate, he, he will go well for him. I think that's what they need, just a little bit more mongrel. I think he, uh, him when Thompson gets back from suspension, uh, Heverington will, him and uh, Thompson in the front row, yeah. be, be pretty handy. Be pretty handy. And, and Napa. And then you've got Napa as well, you know. So I think they have three good front rowers, and I think it'll be good for Napa to have someone like Heverington, uh, you know, like just give him that push that he needs again. Have a bash, brother. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what do what will we make of Barrett? There's a lot of raps. Toddy, you might be best to sort of answer this. There's a lot of raps of what he did with the Penrith halves. Like they, they seem to get all the credit for what they did, but we've also seen him at Manly and yeah. what he did there. Are you is he somewhere in between? Is he? When I was, do at, you think he's in a different person now? Yeah, I mean, he's had that experience of going to Manly. It obviously, didn't pan out, but he would have learnt a lot of lessons. Um, 
I know he does work really close with the halves. When I was at Penrith first, Panthers brought him in to run their halves academy. And they had guys like Cleary and Luai come through that. And yep. you'd see him out, you know, no fanfare out in the backfield, these 14, 15, 16-year-olds. Barrett was working with them at a young age. and um, I imagine Burton's in that group too, yeah. who he's going to get next year. So they talk highly of him. Um, he's All the players at Penrith said he's going to be a big loss. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I'm actually thinking that they can, don't know, top eight, but... I don't think they're going to be bottom four this year. And when you look at the Ford pack, when you actually look at, uh, say, a Ford pack of – they do – so, yeah, Napa, Thompson, Josh Jackson, Fatala, Mariner, Adam Ely, that's a good Ford pack. Uh, and you throw Hetherington 25 minutes from Hetherington and maybe 25 minutes from Waddell and uh, and Matt Dury was good at the back end of last year. Um, there is there is hope there. I just don't know if there's enough for, for real top eight hope, but I think it's – I think upward spiral – I also think the upwards bowl has a cap. Like, um, even next year, they're not selling every top four team next year without O'Carr and Burton in it. Um, and their back line. So, Corey Allen's uh, a player that made it all the way through Origin off a hot halves combination at Souths. How's he going to go having to do a lot of this work himself, potentially? Um, is he the sort of fullback that can change a team, or is he someone that's going to need that is going to be a bit shown up without uh, Reynolds and Walker playing inside him? Yeah, as I said, mate, I'd, uh, I'm a bit worried about them to be able, the halves to be able to create the holes and the opportunities for their outside players. So, yeah. but don't get me wrong; I think they'll match most teams in the forwards, but I, I don't see enough points out of them to be honest. We haven't touched on Flanagan. Um, that, yeah. He's more yeah. kind of a controller and game manager half. Yeah. So, oh yeah, um, Corey Allen as well. Maybe there are question marks over where the points will come from, but I think they'll they'll be in a lot of games. Any dad trick? Yeah, no, like I'm pretty happy. Like, I think uh, with Flanagan, I touched him on him. You know, like he has got that good uh, man management, uh, good game control uh, in him. I know people are going to say, oh, but he was at the Roosters. But if you followed his, like, I've been fortunate enough where I've been able to see come through Virginia rep system, come through uh, the old Holden Cup, Toyota Cup, whatever you want to call it, the old under 20s, and even play. Uh, New South Wales Cup as well so he has got that now he's just because uh, he's still young so he's still maturing as a first grader yep. and, uh, so he'll go really well for him um, I do see the Bulldogs improving a little bit from last year uh, if they make the top eight they'll uh, upset some teams but they'll I'm not going to say they're going to comfortably make it but I reckon uh, they will uh, be thereabouts. I think big year for Luke Thompson once he's back. Yeah. Uh, especially if Barrett puts him back Yeah, because now it's his first full year. Yeah. Out here. He's had a uh, full pre-season yeah. out here as well. I think I, I think they played him a lot because he's that bit small, but he's a prop, clearly. when He, yeah. he played his best footy when he oh, played prop there. good when they put him back uh, in the He's a ball-playing prop, uh, which is not many of in the game. And uh, and Flanagan, like, he does give him a, he gives him a field kicker and gives him a 90% goal kicker, um, which they can use... <laughs> It is a small halves combination. They are going to get run at a lot, and that is as one of the dogs Almost apparently died. inhales the other one. Um, uh, so I think we were probably all in agreement that maybe it's not quite time to get too excited at Belmore just yet. Cronulla Sharks finished eighth last year, probably a bit under sufferance by the time they got there, bundled out in straight sets at that time. They've lost uh, Cam King, Jason Bakuya, Scott Sorensen to Penrith, Bryson Goodwin, Caleb Mills, uh, picked up Luke Metcalf from the Seagulls, and Aiden Tolman, who will bolster their Ford pack. Have at it, Barney. 
number one ticket holder or is he number two behind ScoMo? <laughs> number two. Uh, I don't go to the games, the mate. I sit at home and drink beer and watch he's it He's number on the one TV. ticket holder in this garage. <laughs> number one couch. ScoMo can have Shark Park. Barney gets the <laughs> Labrador vomit in the garage. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, obviously, they've only picked up the two, but um, I, I think it covers what they've lost, to be honest. Um, Bakuya was a solid player, getting to the back end of his career, same with Scott Sorensen. Um, Tolman, Tolman's going to be, as I said, that glue in the middle that is, I just hope he doesn't make 5,000 fourth tackle hit-ups like he's seemed <laughs> to do at the Bulldogs. Yeah. Uh, Metcalf looked okay in the trial that I did watch the other day. Um, he looks like he's got something about him. He's, he's not a polished product yet, obviously, but he gives us a bit of depth in the, in the halves. Sean Johnson out till round eight is massive. Um, they have yes. to win at least half those games while he's not around to be even close to sniffing around the eight. I've got a miss. I had a missing. Oh, I had. A, I thought they might miss the eight last year, and they did. They tried to get. <laughs> they tried to get there at one point. Um, but yeah, I've got them in pretty much the same position, mate. I, I think they'll finish ninth or tenth this year. Um, they've got some good young kids coming through. Talakai and Rudolph really impressed me last year. Uh, Royce Hunt as well, with his um, limited time that he did get on the field. But they look like some good upcoming back rowers. Fafita looked fresher in the Maori game. He did actually. It looked he has lost he weight. Did he in did. about two years. He's come out and said he's lost a ton of weight and he'd look yeah, fit. Yep. So he know. looked better than he has in the last couple of years. Nakora had a bit of an off year, so if he can get back to the form he showed in his first year. They're a chance at the top eight, but I've got, yeah, I think they'll might just miss, mate. Um, yeah, go on, Toto. Yeah, I think it might be a tough year for the Sharks. They're a pretty old squad. Johnson, Achilles injury, one of the notoriously, one of the hardest to come back come from. Back from so yeah. who knows, even if he's back out round eight, when is he going to start playing his best footy again? It could be True. You know, another four or five weeks after that and the yeah. season might be gone. Moylan, flip a coin if his hammies are going to go or, or something else. And yes, for feet look slim, he looked good, he looked fit, but um, I think his knees are, are pretty bad. So he, um, can't, he doesn't move left to right in your order. No, 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 no. And I think even Talakai is injured to start the year. Who yes, he is. The yeah. best forward. So is Royce Hunt. Best forward last year easily was Talakai. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Nakora can get back to his form, but a lot of that was his combination with Johnson just running it through was, massive yep. holes. And, um, yeah, I think it might be a bit of a long year for the Sharks. Trev? Doesn't surprise me. Uh, I'm pretty... I'm just going to mention Luke Metcalf. Even though he does play in the halves, he can play in the outside backs yep. if he has to, mate. He's got speed to burn. He was quick. He is definitely Because if, if, he, if he gets through, like, mate, shut the gates nine times out of ten. I've been fortunate enough to see him when I was involved with Manly and, and the Blacktown connection. So, mate, like, he's yeah. pretty good. Uh, mate, but with... Uh, I, I think with the Sharks... I'll probably just probably do what they did last season, go under the radar and just uh, how we're in the top eight again. Yeah, are they still at Cogger again? Shark Park's not really. Yeah, another two years. Still at, yeah. Wow. That's, I suppose a pandemic doesn't help. That's a long time to be out of a home. Um, and they're still paying Zeri as well. So they're actually <laughs> under the cap. Yeah. <laughs> like my concern, like, let's be honest, my concern is that they're a team that had, they carried six blokes last year that are either too old, injured, or on bad legs. Moylan, Dugan, uh, both props. Um, Wade Graham, we don't know how his shoulder is. He looked, he looked in a lot of trouble at games last year. Uh, they're all a year older. They haven't bought anyone. Tolman will help a bit of you know, playing probably some good minutes through the middle. Um, 
But let's be honest, how are they? any of those five going to get better? Like even, like, what's Moylan now? He's only 28, actually, or something. He's but still fairly They young. reckon he's the best he's ever run and this and that. But yeah. what's he going to do, play fullback? Will Kenton is actually pretty good last He'll probably year. end up having to go back to fullback once Johnson comes back, I would imagine. It yeah. looks like he's going to play the first however many rounds. Well, he's named, there, he's named there for Saturday at, at six. Um, so that's interesting. The more you look at the more, it's like why why not just put Wade Graham at six and yeah. and try that try that way until Johnson's back. Essentially, they're giving everyone an eight round start because Johnson was ninety percent of their points last year. Um, I would like to see Billy Magulius in and around the squad. He's playing lock this week, so, so maybe mm-hmm. maybe that helps. Uh, and then you got your Trindle and uh, Tracy that played a bit last year. Do they fit in here? Are they just going to be bit players again or would you reserve grade for them for most of the year? I think Trindle's two years down the track. I think that's he, he's the plan for when Chad goes or when Johnson goes. But um, Tracy, I think, came to us at 27 already. So he's not a young bloke either and he's had a history of a lot of ACL injuries. So Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he actually did play quite well in the, some of the times he was on the field last year. But, yeah, as I said, it's it's going to be a pretty – I think it's going to be a pretty tough ride for <laughs> Yeah, there's no point sugarcoating. But there's some good young back rowers coming through. I'm interested to see how they progress. They could probably build. Yeah, next couple of years, build. Rudolph and Talakai, I I loved last year. Free up some cash. Um, I just think, yeah, there's there's no point sugarcoating it. They limped into eighth, and they're not going to do better this year. Is my humble opinion. We love rugby league in our opinion around here. Um, <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans came home with a wet sail last year to finish ninth. Uh, they have lost uh, Jai Arrow to the Bunnies, Shannon Boyd, Ryan James, Tonema Mapia to Rugby Union, Bryce Cartwright, Keegan Hipgrave, Dale Copley, Nathan Peets, and uh, Nathan Peets, Tyne Roberts, both been released. They've picked up Tino uh, Fasua Malawi. I should get used to saying that. Uh, or Tino, yeah, as I call him. It for a few years, Herman SASA, David Fafida, Patrick Herbert, which is actually an interesting pickup, and Sam McIntyre, a bench forward from the Tigers. Uh, I think they've got one of the best coaches in the comp um, in Holbrook. Toto, how are you looking at them? Yeah, I don't think it's any surprise that they were one of the better teams to finish the year. So everyone is pretty optimistic about their chances next year that I've talked to, especially with the the purchases they've got. You know, Tino, Fafita, they're two of the best young forwards in the game. So mm-hmm. they're going to help that pack. I don't know if it was an oversight on your predicted Probably who left out. Brian Kelly. In the centres, yes, um, he yes he played very well last year, and I think he's. I think I just have a soft spot for Corey Thompson. Uh, I, I wasn't sure they have four, <laughs> yeah, because they had the they've got those sort of four centres, and wasn't really yeah. sure he was going to play in the wing, got, but good depth, but definitely he's really Brian he's Kelly. strong and he's good, Brian Kelly, yeah, he's very good, yeah. He so, was one of the best at stages at the back end of last year. Yeah, he was yeah. flying. So I'm looking forward to him this year. I mean, Holbrook, like you said, seems to be good coach. The thing last year when they won was the manner that they did in. They all looked so happy and pumped, and yep. they looked like a team when they'd score tries, they'd run in from everywhere and celebrate and. That's that's half the battle if you've got that good team spirit and you know building culture. Mateship. Yeah, building culture. Um, and with the additions they've got this year, um, I'm mm. definitely think uh, if they don't make the top eight, I think they've underachieved. Yeah. yeah. You spruiked Holbrook, I think, from day one last year and yeah. uh, happy with that now? Yeah, mate, well, I'm happy with Holbrook. Um, he's, as I said, uh, and I've said it before, like, when Des Hasley signed on as the Bulldogs coach back in 2012, 
Should have been Holbrook back then, coaching in the NRL at the Bulldogs. Again, he had to wait a long time. He went over to England and had success with St. Helens instantly. Might as well say he had success with him instantly. Uh, back-to-back uh, premierships. Like, mate, the guy's a genius. And what he's doing at the Titans, hopefully if the Titans don't do well this year, or at least over the next two years, mate, we're just, are they just going to just go be like the Giants, the Seagulls? <laughs> Any other Gold Coast <laughs> The Gladiators, the Chargers and yeah. everyone else. You Gold know Coast Yeah. Like, you know, it's just a – I just hope for Gold Coast that they do do well because when the Gold Coast team went well under John Cartwright earlier on, mate, that stadium up there was, it was pumping. It was, pumping. It? It was yeah. great to see. Yeah. And everyone needs to remember that Gold Coast, that part of Queensland, is a rugby league nursery. Mm-hmm. Barney? Um, Arrow's a loss, but obviously the pickups probably outweigh that. The rest of the, their losses, I don't think they'd be too worried about nah. the rest of them going. What, Bryce Cartwright? No. <laughs> <laughs> Young Tunnel Pair, yeah, Nathan Peets, yeah. Uh, Brimson was probably the best fullback in the game there for the last, what, four or five weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to watching him again. It's yep. pace to burn. Um, Fodawaka is one that really impressed me last year and probably half of the year before. I'm expecting him to improve again, just coming off the back of being included in the uh, in and around the Maroons for Origin. Um, my big question marks are the, the halves. Um, yeah. yeah. Fogarty's coming off the back of a career best year. Is Does he improve or does he go backwards? Um, and I've never really rated... Taylor that highly like he's he's obviously good man he plays first grade rugby league he's got me covered by a million miles but um, yeah I'm not sure how whether he sets up the links that they really need but I think there's just too much power in that pack they're going to overpower a lot of teams so I've got them yeah seventh or eighth at the end of this as long as like I know I can uh, I know at the end of the year they went on a real good winning streak but was it they go out there with that carefree attitude because they knew they didn't really have much to play for except for pride. Yep. If they go out there with that attitude again, not worry about uh, losing. There's a bit of expectation there, yeah. isn't there? That's yeah. right. Never got that expectation on them. Never going to be in back of their minds, oh, we can't afford to lose. Now, uh, yeah, well, the thing is we've, they've also, okay, they've signed for Feeder and Tina who uh, are both essentially on, well, Tina was, was Maybe not all on hype, but for feeder, I think is largely hype. Like when you really think about it, how many games did he win for Brisbane? He, he's he's maybe last year made two or three, probably what five or six really good games. really good games. And and uh, Tino, but Tino was running off Cameron Smith, running crash plays all year. Um, he looks like is the best there, man. I think is there overhype or is that is the hype fair for both? Well, I think it's going to be first year with the coach last year as well, so they've got another year to learn how. He wants them to play, so yeah. I don't think we're overhyping. No. I think when you look at the balance of that team, again, if you have a look, there's not too many weak points. So, um, and even on that bench, like someone like Sam McIntyre, man, he was good for the Tigers last year. I, don't, I have no idea why they let him go, to be honest. But um, and he's a young kid coming up. They're, they're building a young squad. They could be a really good, really good competitive team for the next five years. Fogarty found his legs, and he's he's captain again this year. Yep. Um, so they're obviously backing him in. Um, I agree with you a little bit with the six, but Ash Taylor was good enough last year. Yeah, he was better um, than he has been for a while. AJ oh, might... Don't forget Peachy. This gun. Love yeah. Peachy. And I, like, again, even when the Titans were going through a bit of a, a tough times last year, 
He was still trying every week. He seems to be a bit of a leader in that team now. Yeah. Um, he loses his head a little bit. <laughs> he does put the pumpkin on occasionally. but <laughs> Quickly, he's Patch, a, he's Pat, a good player. Pat Herbert, does he start for him? Or does Brian Kelly? Oh, I Kelly, 100%. Kelly does, he's yeah. the yeah. first if, he, if he's fit, he'll be picked. I think you might find your mate Thompson might be out. No, he'll be Sammy out. Sammy will be, be on the wing. You can't get um, the Don, can you? <laughs> now, no, the Don doesn't go. And AJ can stamp himself, as you've said, as perhaps a premier Queensland fullback. He, if you realise big year, he might be pushing Ponga to the wing. Um, Supercoach question. So Tino at the moment's 505000 essentially. Is he better value than, say, a uh, Jake Javoyevich, a Carrigan, a Cam Murray, and Isaiah Yo for you? Or I think you'll be riding the roller coaster a bit. I think you'll rely on attacking stats. Um, some of those other guys, they're going to pump out the base stats. stats yeah. But um, if he gets more minutes, um, I don't see why not. He seems like he can find the try line pretty easily, and he's got an offload. And yeah, if um, he's playing, playing 60, 50, 60 minutes, he's probably going to make money at least, and then you can size up what you do after that. That's right. Whether and you move him on or obviously, the whale in the bay is uh, if they have a, a certain four hundred and fifty game player come in to play nine, he's going to be scoring some points. Tino's going to be getting some ball under the post. So, well, well Mitch Rain should keep the uh, starting spot, and Smith can oh, ease clearly. it off the bench. Yeah. Go and play halfback. Um, very good. Um, just quickly, Trev, Super League kicks off very shortly, doesn't it? Have you had a look at any of that or you haven't had a chance um, to delve deep? We'll save that for another day. Well, mate, we'll probably save it for another day. Uh, thanks to uh, certain media and social media couldn't agree on certain things here in our country. So I, I didn't really get much of my information. No, fair enough. So, yeah. That's okay. Um, oh, you had your news sites blocked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, our news site was blocked. Yeah, right. Mate, like, well, quick one. They haven't really popped up yet. Um, the Canberra bloke. What do you mean? Who was? Who's he? Can you tell us a bit about him? Uh, um, Rushton. Yeah, Harry Rushton. Harry Rushton. Another Wigan. Pommy from Wigan. Canberra. Yeah. yeah, there's no, yeah another one at Canberra. Yeah, yeah he's all right, mate. And I think there's another one that's good, a Spruik uh, at Newcastle. We'll get to him. Um, yeah, they've got young, two. They've actually got two up there, mate. Dom. Dom, is it? Do- Dominic, mate. He's a two-metre centre. Mate, he's a gun. Like mm. Yeah, like I watched him play <laughs> when I was actually over in Huddersfield. Yeah, okay. that's where he played, and he played yep. academy there at Huddersfield. And so, yeah, no, he's awesome. All right, let's get to Manly. Um... The I was going to ask you another question. I got ahead of myself. That's right. Let's get to Manly. Right. Uh, um, they've lost Joel Thompson overseas, Corey Waddell, Fenua Blake to the Warriors, Jade Anderson, Albert Hopperwade, Metcalf, and then Elliot Levi Williams all released. Any of them got employment on the horizon or? Uh, Tony Williams, I believe he's going to be playing for Windsor Wolves in the Ron Massey Cup. He's, yeah, right. Uh, Brendan Elliott's meant to be off, going over to the Super League. Denny Levi is playing for North Devils up in the... Uh, is he Queensland? He just moved up there. Nah, he's from uh, New Zealand uh, via Penrith, Glenmore Park. We saw, a, we saw a fair bit of him, actually, Denny Levi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've picked up Andrew Davey, Kieran Foran, Christian uh, Tuipalutu, Jason Saab and Josh Alloway. I like Jason Saab. I like Josh Alloway, or I did. Yeah, the Lord um, got a uh, brookie and the grass. Yeah, so it's all going to be much better than Ched Town's Reserve, apparently. So <laughs> that it will be kept in order. Uh, issues already with Tommy Turbo looking like he won't be here to round five. Toto, have a crack at this one first. Well, where's Harry, the bloke who beat Turbo? 
Can he get a start? <laughs> where, where uh, we've Harry? signed him on a different. Oh, I, 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 I think it was. I love the commentary. Harry's yeah. faster than Turbo. <laughs> Harry. Yeah, mate, I, Isn't I, that where he did his hammy? Oh, oh. No, in the bathroom, apparently. <laughs> in the bathroom, apparently. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, mm. I, I think Harry's playing for Motivale. <laughs> but I don't mind it. He's a good bloke by the sounds of it, Turbo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that had come out five, five, ten years ago, everybody would be cheering him, yeah. calling him a hero, you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, not, it's hard not to like him. Oh, mate, running down the yeah. street. Like, I know like, quite a few people say, I stopped giving him a hard time about it. But at the end of the day, if I was James Ramey, if I was James Ramey, the physio over at Manly, I'd be pull my hair out what I've got mm. left no, because you know you invest in so much time into him to get better for him just to go out and do that yeah uh, <laughs> it, it couldn't have helped the night before no, doing no. that that's right you wouldn't think so he must have softened yeah. it up but um, I don't think they've got a lot of depth Manly I think they are a team if they get a few injuries they're in big trouble the hooker position is still um, up in the air I know you've got four in there four has been trained there's a male and they've lost um, Croker's Gone today. Croker's gone, and um, uh, Kate Cuss would be the option, wouldn't it? Yeah, Kate Cuss, yeah. I believe, uh, would probably end up playing. Nine. Let and obviously, Fainu's um, probably not going to be seen again for a while. So. I just don't see Foran throwing him in the dummy half with his I body. Defensively, I'm the same. Yeah, I just rare. think he should come back and play with Cherry Evans in the halves, and they might just Bring have Schuster to walk. Yeah, and Cuss in the dummy half, but and Turbo. Up. I know people don't want to say, but. Push right. Turbo up into the front row because that's all he seems to do these days, anyway. Yeah, the, oh, Jake Turbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say Tommy. Not like Tommy. Or um, tries to play five eight. Yeah, or tries to play five eight. That's right. Yeah, I'd hate to see if a few more injuries occur. What their depth looks like. Um, well, even so, yeah, even if there's seventeen, I've got so Tommy's out to round five. To Phil is not recovered yet. Uh, they've, as I said, lost Croker already. A lot of Manly fans have been calling for um, Tafua's head as well. You know? Yeah, they Last went off the box. wasn't great. He's a highlight reel with a big hit every now and again. Um, yeah, so I guess Saab starts in the wing with Garrick. Um, yeah, Jason Saab, he, he's, he's awesome. Big tall boy, runs quick. Man, he can jump as well. Could be a good and addition. He, and plenty of speed to burn, and he's put on some size, like, like good size, not bad size. When you start in back row is um, Siren and, and Davey, then that tells you all you need to know about the depth behind mm. it. Really yeah. Quickly. Although I think Paseca is actually a really good he player. Looks like he, a, he, mm. look, he could step up this Paseca. year, but they've yeah. been saying that they've got Alawai and Tapao as well, who, who might start ahead of him, but I think if he can get some more minutes, he'll... He needs some more minutes. <laughs> they're just a very... They're just a tradesman forward pack, aren't they? Like, they're just... Like, Alawai's going to make 45 tackles. He's not going to really hurt anyone. Tapao will hurt some people and make 25 tackles. Paseca's a good player. Jake Turbo's going to play 5'8", <laughs> fullback, and make Plus 40 tackles. Get enough of an opportunity in that nah. team for mine. I think he should be starting or at least getting 50, 60 minutes a game and they throw him on for 20 minutes at the back end of games. I don't, I don't understand that. Is there any hope from this team at all? Anyone got any positive to say? Uh, mate, it's a Des coach team. Like, you just got to expect them just to turn up and with guts and glory. Yeah, that's it. Well, they got to rely on that. And the thing is, their guts and glory. It's like the that. What was the game where they held? They beat Canberra and just all guts, and then yeah. they just busted for the rest next six rounds. Yeah. <laughs> like it was one of the best wins you ever seen in a real club game. Because I was watching with Dino, and then um, that just it was like I was watching on this. They're going to win this, and this they're going to regret this game because they just that was when I think that was the game Turbo went down. Uh, uh, Brendan Ellie went to fullback, uh, and they were just. 
incredible. Well, and then they limp through the rest of the, year. the field. So here's the thing, because I, a, if they were full strength, I would have bought DCE for Supercoach. And now without Tommy, they're like, I don't want to touch him. No, he, he actually goes better without Turbo. You reckon? There. He does. Oh, point-wise, probably. Yeah, point I just had the thought. Turbo gets involved in the attack without Well, him. I wanted both. I was going to have Turbo at, at half a mil. Turbo was a bargain, oh. I thought. You yeah. want to know yeah, who I reckon him. will go well this year? Because he's had a proper full year in first grade. And what you'll know the name when I mention it. Sean Kepi. You love Sean. You have oh, a man crush on Sean Kepi. I knew he, he I could have said it. Kepi. I should have guessed. <laughs> yes. Star, mate. He's, a, he's a good dude. He's, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He used to look um, decent with light on his feet. He looked like there's something there. Um, yeah. be interesting to see how he goes through the season. But yeah, I don't hold high hopes for Manly. I've got him probably finishing just in front of the Sharks. Why? Wherever, wherever they both finish. <laughs> so is that 14th? <laughs> no, I've, I've got him in around 10th. Um, ben Turbo, there's a lot of hype. I think he's probably pretty close now to end up Looks like making he's his have debut. To get through. Benny! Yeah. What is he, back row? Uh, yeah, Benny can play like center, in the back, back fullback, centre, back row. He's just still growing into his body. Still a big, he's a big gangly bloke, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Arms the only way I can uh, compare Ben to the other two is that he's the height of Ben. Um, of Tommy. Of Tommy. And the build. And he's got the strength of Jake. Yeah, they reckon he's the strongest of the three. Yeah. yeah. Um, does Dylan Walker need a big year to get a job next year? He might not even have a job. Well, what's going on with the charges that he had? Oh, drag, still got trying the to drag drop someone kick charges out of, uh, or something, yeah. Trying to drag someone out of a car or no, something? No Punching comment. people? Yeah, he'll probably uh, answer that himself with what he gets up to off the field. Alloway uh, in that team's going to have to do a lot, a lot of work and is a very good prop option for, again, for Supercoach, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, decent buy in Supercoach. Um, I well, let's have a look now. I think I bought him. I turn around up oh, having him back into I'll the fold. Always beware, Des. Though he's not a good coach for Super Coach with how he plays them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he likes to muck around. Four ninety five proper. Yeah, yeah, I won't be okay. going. Yeah, yeah five. That is true. I think there was a game last year where we turned up in three uh, in three players weren't even playing that I. Um, Don't worry, mate. I I remember seeing uh, quite a bit of that when I was involved at Blacktown. Yeah. Have blokes turn up at training. Have blokes turn up training, turn up game day in there. Sorry, mate, we're not playing. We need them to sit on the bench for first grade. What do you mean? Like, you got 22 players. And it's like, yeah, no, we need them still. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, their middle, their defence has probably been tightened a little bit with Davey and... um, with Davey coming Davey in. Davey had a good back end of last and year. And LOA coming in, but yep. they've lost a lot of um, their ball running, man. Like, the Fanua Blake and the running on those edges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think we're all Thompson, on the same Waddell. page. Uh, and, the, the, yeah, no, no uh, turbo first month. The they're, they're another team starting a month behind. And just looking at my thing here, I had them 11th, and I am going to probably drop them three spots, to be honest. Yeah. I think they're in that bottom four. The Melbourne Storm last year's premiers. They finished second on the, the in the season proper. They were um, obviously outstanding all year. They do have uh, some big outs. So Vunavalu's gone to rugby union to start on the bench. Uh, Tino's gone to the Titans. Momorowski's loan deal's over. Albert Vitae's gone overseas. Ricky Latelli, Cameron Smith, and Sandor L both. Uh, are gone. They pick ups George Jennings, Remus Smith, and Harry Grant's back from the Tigers. Still a good team. Still a great team. Uh, big loss. Uh, you can't quantify how big a loss Cameron Smith is. I know they've got essentially probably the next Australian hooker and 
New Zealand hooker in their team. But what Cameron Smith brings to any team is probably very important. Well, it is very, uh, very important. So it's up to, I guess, Munster and Hughes to lead him around the field. They did have a six-week period where I suppose they didn't have him last year. Um, tremendous forward pack for me. Um, Bromwich, Sofa, Soliola, Kafusi, Bromwich, Finucane. Um, and the cheese on the bench is outstanding. Eisenhuth and Christian Walsh on the bench. Like They've probably got the best bench in the comp. That's the really? best bench in, in the That's argument for the best got, forward pack in the Nico comp. Nico Hines there too, which isn't on your list, who could end up filling a utility mm. role on a bench somewhere. Yeah. Um, so outstanding um, outstanding forward pack, outstanding depth. Uh, they're just going to have to do it without their, their icon. Um, Barney, how, how are they just going to be the usual plug-and-play melody? Oh, they're going, to be profe- they're going to be professional. They always are. They have been ever since they bloody started, way back <laughs> you know, when they ended yep. the comp. Um, they've got a great forward pack. You know, like it, it's pushing being the best forward pack in the comp. And they've gotten more than a solid spine. Jerome Hughes actually surprised me the way he came into his own at the back end of last year playing um, the halfback. Munster, we also what Munster does. Um, when he's on, he's just on and good luck's trying to stop the bloke. Yep. bloke. Pappenhausen's going to be kicking goals this year too, so he's probably going to end up top point scorer, scorer <laughs> by the end of the year. He'll probably do a hammy um, four rounds in from kicking goals. Yeah, maybe, possibly. Um, and not at a car has essentially become a second fullback for him because he was out, his support player was as good as anybody yeah, he in the comp last really year. Good stuff he was at, he, I thought he was, it was his best year at a car last Harry year. Harry Grant obviously already started to rubber stamp himself, but he's this year, yeah, the, you know, it's the year for him to make his name. Um, it's just Melbourne, man. It's just it's crazy. I think you can get two fifty for him to make the top four. Oh, that's a jump on. <laughs> <laughs> if I had the money to have a two dollar fifty bet for twelve months, I'll do it. But um, I'd rather just watch Mars win at Canterbury when I've tipped it for three weeks on the show. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, now with this Melbourne team, like you can't fold them. Like they got Origin players, they got internationals. Like man, they're going to be up there in the top four for sure. Yeah, the best coach in the game, hands down, Bellamy. Um, every year they start the year just so professionally. They're always winning their first, you know, six, seven, eight games. They they just get such a head start on the rest of the comp every year. Um, yeah, and they slow down. It's it's like uh, we were talking last year, like uh, Trent with Trent Robinson at the Roosters. They pointed out, okay, guys, we've got to win X, Y, Z. Obviously, this year Origin go back to the normal Origin period. Um, pending yep. everything stays the way it is. So, and same thing happens down at Melbourne. And that, hey, guys, we've got to go win XYZ amount of games before Origin so we can afford if we have to because they're expecting players to go play well, They Origin. programmed the whole season, man. They'd all, That's right. Both they of those two They program it around that period. Their whole That's season right. programmed already. Yeah, well, just a, like a quick tick through. That's right. You're probably looking at eight Origin players in this team. And then some, obviously the Kiwis in there, but yeah, Papenhausen, Lee, Brinko, Lee played Origin, played Origin, yeah, uh, Munster, Man, Harry him. Grant, Bromwich, Finucane, um, Christian Walsh. So, Man, I'll tell you right now, if I was allowed to bet on games last year, I would have won a lot of money. Well, because I said to everyone, Brinko Lee will play Origin, <laughs> and everyone laughed at me. They go, yeah. "No, he hasn't done you anything." Did say that? Yes. They go, "He oh, didn't do anything at Canberra. He didn't do anything at the Titans." I go, "Trust me, he, he'll come into his element." Well, they, he's they've got to. another one going down there, Remy Smith, mate. He yeah, looks like right. a decent Remy footballer. Smith, right. Let's see. Wonder what Melbourne will end up doing with that bloke. He could. 
Uh, and then and then you've got the other centre. Just Nolan became Mr. Iron Man <laughs> by the end of last year. He was outstanding. Just flat, he was killing yeah. everyone. Yeah. Belting them and then running over them and <laughs> magic lining right. up against him. Just and the thing is that they've got, like yeah, I said, they've got the worst draw. They actually play most of the top eight, last year's top eight twice. But it makes them battle hard. Um, it does make really battle hard. It matter to Melbourne anyway. So. Remember <laughs> so last, you couldn't give a shit. When you're the best, you're the best, I suppose. Uh, is there anything to add? They're going to finish top three, I think. And Remember top, last yeah, year, top four. Two, they had sure. it pretty tough with the bubble and the quarantine and they handled it. And went to uh, spent the time up in Sunshine Coast. Coming they America, are playing at, and they get home again. They're home again now, aren't they? Well, they are, but they're based COVID, at. But, you know, are they at Central Coast at the moment, or are they? I don't someone think else? they moved no, them out of still Melbourne. In Melbourne. Still in Melbourne. Melbourne. But if, if they have to, they can handle it. They've got fifty percent capacity. I think was released today. Melbourne crowds are going to yes. have fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. The MCG can um, have fifty thousand people. If they do move them, the NRL's talking about moving them to New South Wales this time, not Queensland. So it probably yeah. would be the Central Coast. But um, by the looks of things, man, like we, there's been bugger all in New South Wales and Melbourne looks like it's starting to calm down. So Look, we've, crossed. we've all um, wet ourselves over this team. Is there any negatives here? Not that I can see. The only negative, <laughs> the only negative I'm going to talk about, and this is a Craig Bellamy uh, special, and I know for a fact he wasn't happy with how many points they were weakened at the end of the game. But that's more – that's – That's because he coaches defence. <laughs> that's – I saw that and that's, but, I think, a, yeah. a, in itself a positive because he's gone – he's not, we're he's not letting him – because they were conceding 20 points yeah, and we trying. sort of said that was a negative when we did our I actually, finals I actually previews. to an interview yeah. with him not long ago, actually. It was on Brett Finch and um, he actually – <laughs> He mentioned that point, but then he also said the thing. The good thing about it was we were actually using our energy in attack at the right times. At the right times, you know, yeah. we, we we let in a few more points, but we were using that energy we weren't using in defence in attack. So yeah. it sort of evened itself out. So yeah, like I've, like at the moment, like I'm working with Jason Amos, who was a coach down at the Storm, and like Jace, one thing Jace was telling us, one thing that uh, Bellyache's pretty big on is a thing they called the red zone or the cage, which is no points to be scored in up the middle. Well, if they're going to score, they've got to score out on the That's edges. A, like the two markers, yeah. yeah. On 20 metres out and the, right, two, yeah. the two 20 metre ins. That's right, yeah. Is, yeah. And they go, you know, so he's pretty big on that. Like, mm. if they're going to, teams are going to score against them, they've got to score out wide. They're not going through the uh, red zone or cage. Yeah, right. Obviously, it, suspension and injuries, everything to every team as well during the season. Um, if they cop a whole bunch of injuries, who knows? But, yeah, I, I don't expect them to miss the top four. And, Toto, would you be interested in touching either Harry Grant, 633,000, or Brandon Smith, 489,000, super coach, given they're splitting the duties? Brandon is a dual position. No, there's a lot of uh, good options at hooker, and I just couldn't spend that kind of money not knowing what the breakdown in minutes is going to be. Yeah, if he's playing 80, you'd think about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, you'd or know after. Or <laughs> you'd, know you'd know quick enough into the season whether he's someone you're getting your radar by yeah. round six or seven. Yeah. Um, the Newcastle Knights. The Newcastle Knights. Seventh last year, again under sufferance, they were bailed out in straight sets. They've lost Aiden Guerra, Tim Glasby, both retired. Herman Sese, uh, who's probably an underrated pickup for the Titans, actually. He's Mc- a good pickup. Yeah, he's McCullough's a solid, gone solid to the Dragons. Uh, Matty Utai, Mason Lino, uh, Tatamoga, Tyron Roberts, Davis picked up Bailey Hodgson from the UK, uh, the nephew of Josh. Any intel there, Trev? Um. 
No, to be honest, I don't really know too much about him. Another fullback, I think, isn't he? He's yeah, like I don't really know too much about him. Uh, all I can really say is uh, they got him over. Uh, he has got some potential. Uh, how much he will go, I'm not quite sure. But yeah. um, player Dominic. and Dominic Young is the other one. That, yeah, Dom, um, you're, Dom, you're Dom is the one that like I'm really impressed with. You know, from uh, Huddersfield, mate. Like his trademarks is dreadlocks. He plays yeah, his nice. dreadlocks, mate. Like yeah. I, I remember uh, first watching him play in 2019 in the academy at Huddersfield when I was over there, and I said, "Someone, I really like him. He's raw. He's big." Uh, obviously, he still had some lot of work to do, but um, now he's got that chance to improve. And if he gets his uh, shot over here to play first grade, I wouldn't uh, be too surprised if he uh, doesn't disappoint. Where's he play? Uh, he, he can play in the back row or centres, but he's okay. normally a centre. Centre, yeah, yeah nice. two hundred two meter centre. Quick, tall. Uh, I wouldn't say he's tall. quick, but like he quick ha- he's got good uh, strength. And they, I big. saw some highlights. Think of a a nineteen year old Idris. Yeah, Maybe okay. a bit taller. Yeah. Probably power, is a good power center. Yeah, yeah right. is a good a good uh, yeah. comparison. Um, now this, so they've just renewed Aiden O'Brien for two more years. O'Brien, yep. Is the Adam oh, O'Brien? Oh, Adam O'Brien, sorry, That's Aiden right. O'Brien, the the Coolmore trainer, probably would be, <laughs> He's not probably would be less. Uh, it probably would get him going actually. <laughs> um, can I have one of those beers, Bunny? Thank you. Doug, you can um, use that one first, mate. Yeah, of course I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, Tato. Um, he's got – he's a Bellamy protege. It seems to me the impression I get is he is – he has taken some aspects from Craig Bellamy without the Fiery the best nature. accent, yeah, without like the, the cuddle and the kiss and the hey, come over for a game of FIFA I don't aspects. rate him. I don't yeah. rate him at all. And, okay. Um, yeah, I just think that that's a big call to make after well, wasn't a great year last year. Well, I actually thought this is – I, was, I, was I think he had to point prove this year, and I was really surprised. I'll let you finish, but I was surprised, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and you hear about that that rumoured running at the races. He's yeah, pretty fiery character. Oh, my favourite no, my favorite fact, line in I the know, world. Don't you know who fact. I am? I use it yeah. all the time. I, I know for a fact, <laughs> right, I know this for a fact that – he was well behaved at those races. Well, that's good. It's good to hear. He cool. was well behaved at those races. Yeah, I, I know a few people that were actually there and in the know, and I trust these people work with my wife. And they said if he was in any issues or any problems, that like how can someone just flick like that? Apparently, yeah. it was all rubbish. Um, no, yeah. Apparently, the same security guard said the same thing about Caelan Ponga six yeah. months earlier or something as well. Yeah. So, so and, and Newcastle is Newcastle for anyone. Yeah, he was uh, really well behaved on those. But on those. um, uh, but to, to finish your point, can't you? Yeah, I'm um, I'm actually tipping him to miss the eight this year. Yeah. I think there's been drama before the season starts, and as much as you think it doesn't carry into the season, every time there's drama at a club. They seem to it seems to translate on the field. I don't think yep. it's a happy team. There's rumours of players not getting on with each other. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Yep. Um, I think Ponga's injured. Um, he, Ponga's got a bit to prove. I think he's almost a little bit overrated, to be honest. Um, and I don't think they have great depth either. Look at their team. They've got guys like Connor Watson starting at lock. Um, I don't think that's his best position. Barney just looked at me. <laughs> You, you bashed my boyfriend. Keyan, Keyan, sorry. They got uh, Jaden Braley at nine, not the most creative dummy half. He's pretty working class. Now you bashed Barney's boyfriend. Okay. Uh, um, 
And yeah, the guys like Toa and Tuala, Shibashaki. Yeah, just uh, players. Yeah, they're, they're just kind of run of the mill players. So I'm actually thinking they're going to be missing the eight this year. Barney, what do you think? Yeah, right. Okay. Um, no, I'm with you with um, with the outside backs. There's there's a few outside backs there that are sort of I think are a bit. Run we have of the we, <laughs> sorry, three of us at the table have boyfriends in this team. <laughs> um, number fourteen is Trevor's boyfriend. So look out. Um, um, yeah, yeah, Ponga. Hoy. Mm. Ponga Tex. does have. He's got everything that he needs, but he he needs to start doing. He needs to start pushing a bit more. He's he's always sort of floating around the back, waiting to set up for that big the big sweep play and all that kind of stuff. He needs. To, I think he needs to start working on the the Tedesco the Minicello role of pushing Dummy up as well. in the middle and you know just following that ball all yep. the time, just constantly being in and around the football. Because I think a lot of the time you sort of you, you you see him standing behind the dummy half or waiting out on a wing or out in the centres somewhere. Um, I think Jaden Bradley's actually quite a big plus for this team, just in the way that in his defence, he's one of the better defensive hookers going around. Um, he, as Toto said, he's not the most creative hooker in the world. Um, his running game's not brilliant, but I think he'll get you in and around and get you the get you where you need to go. Uh, the four packs solid enough. Clemmer, Barnett, Frizzell. Um, but yeah, they could be lacking a little bit of depth. I've got them sniffing in and around the eighth. I think they'll finish seventh, but I don't think they'll be contenders at the back end I of think, the season. Um, I think your analysis is spot on. Uh, and also, um, I have put Kurt Mann at six here, but Blake Green will come back, I think, halfway Eventually. through the year. But what does that mean? It's not very knows? inspiring. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. So I'll we've take got for a couple of games. Um, <laughs> I think I'd really like to see this year. Four the nights is I love from the get early ball out to Bradman Bess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you can sing it. Bradman <laughs> Best is the best. Yeah, is your, your boyfriend, is he? Oh, oh no, he's, he's um, Texas is his boyfriend. Nah, Texas is the boyfriend, mate. Bradman Best is um, Tex starts one probably, doesn't he? Round he one. He does love best as well. Yeah, looks like it. You're gonna start at fullback. Yeah, no. Nah. How would Bradman Best go at fullback? Nah, he's too big. He's too too big and too, too big. big yeah, and slow. yeah. Not, not light enough on his feet. Like well. he has to be in the centers. Best will enough. end up being a second rower by the time. He will be. He will be. He'll be. He's a man child. He's been like <laughs> he is a man child. He's been like that since he was like junior reps, mate. He is a man child. Um. Hey guys, just um, can I like just say something? Because yeah, like, we are. That's talking, why you have mic friends. I know we're talking about Newcastle here, but I heard a rumor Aquila Uate is going to play in the pub league up there for Belmont. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. He'll be a fan favourite. Hey, and in, and also in that team is Cade Snowden. <laughs> I wonder how far that's. Snowden. I wonder if they play out. How far that it's, extends? That's in the pub league. So, so yeah, no, they I play. I used to love Kate Snowden when he was a shark. He was like, I wonder how far they go out. No, they would. They probably wouldn't go out to. Den, it wouldn't go that far. No, but um, there was there is a hot pub comp. I know the Denman yeah. pubs uh, have a hot one, but it wouldn't go that far. I'll go out and watch that. That'd be fun. Yeah, um, I, I don't know how true it is, but I heard I heard I heard, yeah, it, I heard he's, it on he's my probably list fifty. Cause... Isn't he? No, no, he's probably my age. Um, all right, so I'd like to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the quick summation. I agree with you. There's, there's backline weaknesses. Jack Johns be interesting. Jack See Johns, how he goes. yeah. To start. Um, okay, the the quick notes for me. Um, yeah, Ponga needs to. Pro- I think AJ Brimson's more than breathing down his neck. I think yep. AJ Brimson 
by then he'll have his neck in front, his head in front to be the Queensland fullback. So Ponga's got to show what he shows. He is a little bit of that one trick pony, which they do the one trick very well. Um, what well, not the, the the cut out the goose step and the cut out goose step to the sweep left. to the left and there it is. Surely yeah. coaches have to cotton on and know that that's his pet play. Well, they did. They started Germany. him. That's why they yeah. couldn't score tries yeah. for about four weeks there at one point. Um, I like Connor Watson to thirteen in this uh, rapid game. If they play the right way, he will be very good being essentially a second or third half. Um, I think that... He'd be doing a bit of work, but at 230k, I'm keen to buy him for Supercoach anyway. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think you're going to see quite a few teams actually start playing with that third half, whether they come we'll in off that the bench in the south, or yeah. at lock. Yeah. yeah, I think that, especially with all the quick, quick, quicker game, um, the definite play. Big year for Mitchell Pearce because his extension has been denied and uh, he might be... This caused a few problems. He, uh, well, they're looking at cutting his contract by a year short. They have. They've they've cut the key extension. So uh, it's a club option extension, I believe, and they've almost already told him no. Kurt Mann's just such a tryout. Uh, I love how he plays footy. He carried them for some of those games. Um, I think they missed the eight. I Tyson Frizzell's a big in. Um, but he'll just be what Tyson Russell was to the Dragons last year. He'll be someone that good, good player in a bad carries him in bad him. That said, all of a sudden they have Saifidi, Clemmer, who were outstanding last year, yeah. and Mitch Barnett was absolutely tremendous. And you got Fitzgibbon as well. As and Fitzgibbon well. when he comes he'll back, back. and Frizzell, all of a sudden, plays. yeah, uh, Lockie, but he was player. good in attack. <laughs> you love a pop. Uh, he was good in attack, but he, he was the early favourite for a pop plant. Pop he was the first pop player. But Mitch Barnett's one of my favourite plays. Yeah, he's good angry Mitch. man. Uh, just for Toto's and <laughs> just for Toto's reference, we give out a pop plan each every week. Pop plan of the week. You know, right. So basically, if you put a pop plan on the field, he'd play as good, good as, as that bloke. <laughs> <laughs> and it will return this year. Nice, nice. It's pretty good ace. All right, we'll get SAM. Um, we'll get all the uh, plugs in now, halfway through. We're going to um, plug PCTC. Look up PCTC Tipping Comps on Facebook if you want to join our cash tipping comp, $50 buy-in. They have NRL and AFL options. Um, prize pool at the moment is about 1000 bucks, so it's usually about 600 bucks to the winner and then whatever from there. Jump on there and do that. Our super coach is full, so you can follow along with us. Toto took the final position, but that's um, ready to rock and roll. Hot comp there. Barney is the reigning uh, linear champion. So what we do each and every week is Barney puts a title on the line. So head-to-head, he defends a title every week. And then we have an overall champion who last year was Cameron, Cameron, who didn't come back. Probably just a random that beat us all. So there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we will have uh, plenty of hype around that all year, push the chipping. Um, The PCTC runs off the ESPN tipping app, which looks really good. I'm pretty happy to be involved with them. So that's exciting. And then Supercoach will keep everyone a bridge of as we go through. And um, looking forward to a big season ahead. Let's get now over the ditch to New Zealand who after their great the last year in, in what they did in terms of what they did for the game, returned to New Zealand, Nathan Brown in charge, Phil Gould involved, and after finishing 10th, um, they had Todd Payton instill quite a bit of discipline into them and um, looked pretty good for the back end of last year. Now they have Nathan Brown, and he's a quick talking point, boys. So I was thinking about this the other day. So why is it, and I, and I sort of know why it is because... Unfortunately, NRL teams are all run by corporate numpties that actually don't know much beyond sitting around a board table and arguing. Why is it they always send a return to the past? So 
Hooks back at St George. We get to Nathan Brown's back there. That they, they, it's like they never want to back anyone. Mm. Um, and I and I suppose they're scared to put their own necks in the line. But are Nathan Brown and Anthony Griffin really the answers going forward to um, either of these teams for St George? Well, I believe he'd be good for both. Actually, uh, Brownie's really good in that development way, like of putting things in place getting the team gone in a good direction and he doesn't mind t- making the big decisions. And, that, and when they lose, he's, he's not going to take it personal. Where he does get in there and he will take responsibility. Like, for example, he's told a few of his players that they weren't allowed to play in the All-Stars and now, oh, why not? Yeah, say, hey, it's my job on the line. Told a lot of them. And now you get hurt, it's my job on the line, isn't yeah. it, if, if I can't have you. So, mate, he makes a big cause and he's not there to make friends. He's there to coach, which I think is a good thing. Hook, uh, mate, I reckon he'll go good uh, with uh, St. George. Another coach as well who goes, never, it's my way or the highway attitude. And that, and that's basically what it is. They're just good, strong, disciplined uh, coaches. Fair enough. Okay. Any uh, – Trevor's made the positive. Anything else? Or I'll just keep my mouth shut. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm a bit with you. I can't see either of them making a massive difference to these teams. I think um, I think if they could have, they would have kept Peyton. I think they wanted Peyton, didn't they? They did? Yeah, I don't think but he did. But he didn't want to stay. No, I yeah. think he had his other... And understandably so, but um, if they could have, they would have. And um, pushing shit uphill, to be honest. That, that, that's I what he's we're got. We're getting, we're getting, we'll get yeah, there. We'll wait till but, we talk yeah. about the dragons. Yes, there's a, a. I've got a spoon in the closet for them, but um, the and the appointment of Phil Gould. So it looks like he's already pulled about good things because there's going to be a broadcast under twenties comp in New Zealand. I, was, I think he's retweeted started. yesterday. Really? Um, they're showing the Sky Sports, but they've got their own under twenties comp. Yeah, good. Cool. Um, real good. What that means in the COVID era, I'm not sure. In terms of back and forth and everything else. Well, it's only I, I don't think he's an it is well you, you might know better than anyone. Is Gus a positive or a negative, Toto, or you'd, you'd prefer to Yeah, <laughs> so. no, um, I might come across biased, um, but definitely positive. Someone yeah. with that amount of knowledge, um, Gus is good at setting up the pathways. He's big about the development and setting the club up right to for sustained and, and success. So. Actually, we'll, we'll save the Penrith pathways to get to Penrith, but keep going. Well, that so. under 20s, that, that's, gonna, that's something that they, in five years from now, they're going to see yeah, the fruit That's right. That, Gus copped it for his five-year yeah. plan at Penrith, but look, these look, isn't the proof? Oh, we'll talk about that. Isn't yeah. the proof in the pudding? It is. Right now, Penrith have set up for the next five years with this team that they've built. Yeah. And it took a, it took a bit longer, but he's going to go over and try and do the same thing. And there's so much untapped talent in New Zealand. Um, yeah. The Warriors have never had someone to come in with that experience. And if you start the first up. class competition between you know between their states and whatever, that can only benefit the juniors coming through. There. And look what Gus went and found. He went and identified the Central West needs to be targeted. Yeah. They need to have an academy here to do so. Yep. And look at where all their players are from. Yeah, you got Isaiah Yo from out at Dubbo Way, Matt Burton's Dubbo too. Maiden. Maiden, Maiden. Wellington. Charlie Staines. Charlie Staines, Forbes, Forbes, yeah. That's right. One of the best training facilities going around. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, You just just have to be willing to, you know, commit to the long haul and... um, it can't be it can't be negative for the Warriors. They've they're gonna he's gonna be good. He's a very intelligent man and um I think that's a positive. And and hopefully that's enough of a positive to help Brownie out. Um, Nathan Brown then boys, yes, no. Wait and see. Well, you two, Trevor's had to say. I think yeah. he did quite well with Newcastle. I thought he got a bit of a rough end of the deal, to be honest. He well, he put just that as in the place. Yeah. Starting to come, starting to bear fruit. He got moved on. Um, 
obviously the results weren't there while he was coaching, but as soon as he was gone, you know. Like, Everything he done. And it was all off the back of what he set up. So, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty decent move, to be honest. <laughs> Just yeah. remember, it was Gus who said he's the man to have. Yeah, no, fair enough. I don't know. I just want to see the Walker brothers have a shitty NFL team. Um, let's get they might to get the Brisbane Bombers or whatever they're going to call themselves. <laughs> oh no! It'll be it'll be, Cameron Smith's either absolute odds-on favourite to coach them, or Bellamy will be involved, or Bennett. They want a marquee name. As we just watch Nash kick away at top of straight and give us all hope in the PCTC. <laughs> there it is. We're going to turn the racer off when we're trying to do this. No, shit, it's now going to run no. down. Uh, early crow again's cost yeah, me. Got him. Place. <laughs> All right. Um, so, losses. Adam Blair's retired. Jared Beal's retired. Uh, Lachlan Burr's gone to the Cowboys. Papali's gone to the Eels and looked quite good last week. Uh, Tane Milne, Patrick Herbert, Nathan Roach, Papasi, Kieran, Pulu, and Vinny Yawaya. They've brought in Ben Merlick Masala back from Warrington. How was, he, how was his UK career? Mate, he was... His game went to another level over there. I know everyone will say, oh, it's a Super League and that, but the thing is, everyone needs to understand that the English game, they built, they make the best forwards. Like it's based tough, on the forward game, yeah. The toughness. Yeah. And that, so he's going to come back a better player. And we've seen it in previous years, you know. He wasn't like, going that bad when he went over there, to be honest. No, yeah, that's right. But he's gone over there, as we just said. He was pretty good for us. He was real like, good for us. Yeah. No, but, mate... Over there, he he done well. Yep. They done well at Salford, done well at Warrington. And now he's going to come back. He, he's better for it. He's stronger for it. He, he looks fitter around Big as boy, well. Yeah. And that, and uh, got to understand, like there was. I remember when Sam Moa, now when he first started his career, he struggled to play first grade. Yep, yep. Went over to Super League, made a name for himself, came back with the Roosters. And I, I can, so I'm not saying that the Warriors are going to win the comp, but I'm just using the semi as an example. And when he came back, how good of a front rower he was, and I reckon it will be the same for Ben Murdoch himself. Mm, fair comment. Uh, Kane Evans, Ewan Aitken, Fenua Blake, big pickup. Rituva, O'Sullivan from the Broncos, Marcelo Montoya, and Bailey Siren, and who's a tremendous pickup at what they probably got him for. Now, um, after what Peyton did with them, I was. They'll like the Titans. I set out thinking I'd be really optimistic about trying to find the Warriors as a top eight team, maybe even a top six team. But they've set out to apparently build the biggest team in the NRL. And given all the rule changes and given the six again, I think that they've found the wrong tree and kept barking up it. Um, <laughs> they do have a big team. And it's like I I am concerned now. There's a few big motors in there, though. They are big motors, but they're going to have to do a lot of work. Um Forward pack's very impressive. Now you throw um, Fanua Blake, uh, the Armo back and going again. Uh, Murdoch Masala, Tohu Harris, uh, Tavanga, Katoa, Bailey Siren, and big workhorse, Tanua Brown. Um, very good forward pack. What's it all mean, Toto? Um, I actually think Warriors are going to have a good year. I think last year is only going to uh, they're going to build on that. The fact that they had to stay away from home, and I think they really adapted. They were um, putting in every week um, under tough circumstances. I think um, Nick, uh, yeah, Cody Nicarima and Harris Tavita, um, two of the better young halves in the comp. Um, another year, another off season to work together. They haven't had too many um, off seasons to work together, but. Um, I actually look at it at the forward pack's outstanding. Um, 
yeah, Bailey Sirenen, really strong for South last year. Um, Tremendous but, workhorse. Like, that is a big in, I think. Yep. Underrated in. Torhu Harris, Jazz Tavanga, and then if you've got guys like Murdoch Masilla and Kane so Evans coming off your bench, Katoa was great for him last year. He's only going to get better having more time coming across from Rugby Union not too long ago. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty optimistic about him and, and think that they'll they'll be there around, if not top eight, pushing for the top eight. They're also getting... Um First two back, aren't they? They were just missing for a long time. Yeah, yeah a well, they, they left and went home. Um, yeah. The two wingers, wasn't it? I think Mamalo went as yep. well, didn't Yeah, they um, both packed up. And they're both freakish try scorers at their best, man. When they get a bit of space, they're quick, they're big boys, um, and then they can finish. Uh, you and I can finish the season well for St George too last year. He, did he discovered rediscovered some, some form. So Hiku actually probably had one of his best years of his entire you know, career while, last yeah. year. Yeah. Like, Hiku, Hiku on his day is one of the best centers. In the comp, he just needs. That he just used to be really inconsistent, and he started yeah. to string it together last year. He, he was, he really impressed me. Actually, yeah. I'd, I'd never had big raps on him, but he, he impressed me. And RTS's last, last season in rugby league, oh, I so, think he's yeah. going to have a breakout year. To be honest, uh, not breakout a breakout year. year breakout. Breakout. I think breakout. Breakout. He's, he's going oh, to be fucking putting everything in this year, man. You know, he's he's going. He wants to leave with a bang. He's not, he's not just going to go fucking. You know, the big question and he's mark been for holding me. that team no. together is the hooking position. Wade yeah. Egan, he's, I think they've gone all in and he's going to look to be an 80-minute hooker from what I've heard. They're, they're um, talking him up that he's now fit and now he's... Because mm. he... I had him early last year in Supercoach and he did quite well. Uh, if these forwards turn up, based on, um, he's going to have to do a lot of defensive work now he's not used to. But if, if the key to him is, I think you mentioned it, quick play the ball, if he can get good runs, he's not necessarily creative, but if he can dart and dart and dart... He, he can have two runs a set and actually provide some good some good ball there. You know who I'm interested in to see? I want to see how Adam Fennell Blake goes. Away from Manly. Yeah, yeah. Away signing. from Sydney. Yeah. Away, away from Sydney. You know, like, <laughs> he was a beast when he was here and apparently he had troubles off the field. Well, so. it would be right. ironic if they're going to be stuck in the hub in, in Sydney. In Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Staying at that'll get real. Yeah, no, i just like to see how he goes because at Manly he had guys like Marty Tapao. Like, mm. like, yeah, I know there's guys like uh, Manok Masala being there. But he's going to be the leader. big dog. Who, who's going to... Yeah. like? Those two together, and then, and I saw it like firsthand. Those two together, like they've just like boom, boom, one, two like, punch, pu- punching yeah, each yeah, other, yeah. like going up against each other. If you're going to do this, I can do it better. And that, so, who's going to be that person? He now who's has going to, to be him? the best of the best. He has mm. to do it on his own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're halves. Uh, Nicarima Harris, and I guess um, I've forgotten his name now. The other one, Paul, to you somewhere. He played Paul Turner. Um, he looked okay in a couple of games he played. Um, Supercoach wise, Toto, interest you at all? Or I've actually got Harris Tavita in a very early team. I said I haven't played much with it. I've yep. got him as my backup halfback. I think mm-hmm. he'll take over the goal kicking duties. He'll yep. come into his own more. Um, yeah, I'm actually he's one I'm taking a bit of a pun on and thinking he's going to really progress this year. Cool. Barney, any thoughts well, on the halves combination? Well, basically the spine, apart from RTS, is the reason I've got them just missing the eight. I've got them probably finishing ninth. Egan, Nikarima and Harris Tavita are all basically ball runners. There's not a lot of ball players in that in that position. Like obviously, if they get if they do get a good roll on with the pack and start start on the back of a retreating defence, they can run at holes and, and you, then create opportunities. Well, if, if, if if they're coached that way. 
you've got the best supporting fullback in the game almost. 100%. Who's yeah. going to find a hole if he needs to sniff out a hole. But they're going to need quick play the balls and a roll on to be to be putting points on. If they're getting static ball or if they're having to push off out of their back end, I, th- I think there might be a few problems there. I still think they're going to be competitive in pretty much every game they play, but I've just got them finishing ninth. Just, I think they might just miss. They're going to bash some teams, aren't they? Oh, the team, so. fuck, gonna Any final thoughts? <laughs> oh, mate, if the Warriors can get through injury-free, obviously you're going to have the odd one or two, but nothing major. Mate, we're going to um, give it a good push this year, I reckon. Final oh, no, thoughts, I know, I know I can say that about mate. every team, but... Oh, mate, I'd love to see them finish fourth and then be in a grand final, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I think they might just miss this year. But they're building to something, definitely. Uh, and it is good when Warriors are going well. Yeah. The New Zealand fans get behind them, they rally. Um, I think so I'm, I'm pulling for them and hope they have a good year. I've talked about a couple of times a fantastic documentary that floats around on Fox Sports where they did the... I forgot what it's called, but they like did all the glory years of the Warriors and it was absolutely outstanding. Stacey Jones at his best. Um, Turkey. What a player. Yeah. Turkey and then uh, and all the Fords. Um, oh, Ruben Wiki. Yeah, Ruben Wiki and um, uh, Kevin Campion. I just stand there oh, and, and having um, Ruben Wiki just run what about Richard flat out. Yeah, oh. Tremendous. Um, I hope they do well. I, I really set out thinking I was going to find them to finish top six and I've ended up putting them... Tenth, probably, because I just I, I I'm concerned that the quick game's going to go against what they're building. I uh, I could be wrong, and maybe they're training differently. But if they train a big forward pack to run straight and quick, then um, maybe they're maybe they're uh, much higher rated than I've given them. The North Queensland Cowboys, though, uh, they're probably not going to be much higher rated than I'm giving them. I'm just looking at their squad now and. 20 of their players are off contract at the end of the year. That's uh, concerns. It's a worry, Todd Payton. It? Sorry? That's a worry. It is a worry. Yeah, 20 uh, coming off contract. Uh, coming off 14th last year. They've lost Gav Cooper, Tom Opachik, who looked all right last week. Um, Asiata, Simpkins, Russell, and picked up Lachlanberg and Kane Bradley. Um Todd Payton, we know he'll probably instill discipline. He'll, he's uh, the hope of the side, I think. He'll... He's already come out and said, or he's already come out and named Drinkwater at fullback, which is interesting. That all said, I'm very concerned, Barney. Are you? Yep, definitely. Um, Morgan obviously uh, was out pretty much all year. He's, um, I, I thought he was going to have a pretty good year last year, but obviously injury just cruelled that. He's only getting older. Um, Clifford has already signed to go elsewhere this next year. You'll see if he's a professional and if he's going to put in or if he's just going to be there to collect a paycheck. Um, obviously, I I thought um, I thought uh, Val Holmes would be fullback, but obviously they're going to put Drinkwater in there. I'm not sure about that. I thought Drinkwater actually played better at six than he did at fullback, but he's he's, he's got that rainbow ball. He's um and he's quick and he sort of disrupts. He's got a little bit of footwork. He disrupts a bit of um, him and Adam Dewey defense, are the same player. But, the more I've thought about it, but that's for later. Yeah, keep going. Um But Holmes on the wing, obviously, he's proven on the wing, so he's it's, a, it's probably not going to hurt anything. Yeah. Is he's it? an Origin winner. Um, the the forward packs another year older. Maguire, McLean, um, Hess has been in and out of form for the last two years. Uh, 
it's hard to get excited about the Cowboys, man. Yeah, there's, there's not too much doubt, is yeah. there? I mean, um, I think Peyton's come out and said Tamalolo's going to play less minutes. When your best player is going to play less, I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, man, when he's running 300 metres a game and you're thinking, it's like got, like going out there scoring a century and losing the test match. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I, I just really... And last year he didn't do that. He, didn't, he, he, he was injured for a bit, but he didn't quite... He was, I guess, for a supercoach special, a supercoach love child for five years, yeah. and now you can't possibly touch him. Too temperamental, the minutes that he gets. Yeah. He's sitting on the bench for spells yeah. at 20 yeah. minutes at a time. Yeah. And there was like three weeks where I thought it was genius play because he looked amazing coming on in the back end, but it just it didn't hold up. Um Anything else to add, Toto, before I... Uh, I, think, uh, I, I think this is probably one of our shortest ones, the Cowboys. Well, not what I said about the Sharks applies here. So, Granville, Tamalolo, Gilbert, Hess, McLean, Maguire, I Robson, they're all not quite pot plants, not quite Shark-level pot plants, but they're all a year older. What are they adding to their career now? Um... Retirement fund. Done. Retirement fund. Kyle felt you throwing there. Kyle felt obviously a try scoring freak. Um, hammers quick. Uh, drink water at one. Val at two. What does that mean? To be honest, it's a lot of, a lot of money for a winger. If what the exactly what Holmes would have demanded to come back seven fifty or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be paying your wingers that much money? Nope. I I can't see him finishing any higher than fourteenth, and that's. Maybe optimistic. I got him at twelve, but looking at it now, <laughs> and my, well, anything is Clifford. Okay, if if you had to find an upside, Clifford Morgan Drinkwater might be a spine you can Robson do it around. Okay, at points last year, uh, and, and maybe Val and Drinkwater can do the Addo Car Pappenhausen stuff. But uh, you know do, we need, do we need anything else? I just want to quickly say, I think can. the Cowboys will go out and give their all as we. You already mentioned they've got 20 players off contracts. Players are playing for contracts. They're playing for their careers. And that's when you normally find players tend to play good. I really didn't make a point. I agree with you. But I really didn't make a point about that. But then I realised there's actually 10 teams with 20 players off contract off next contract year. Off contract as well, yeah. So, so it's sort of like a, a point. Shuffling deck, deck yeah. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's playing for a contract, but two wants whatever. And what he's going to be doing up at the Cowboys putting things into place, knowing he's got those 20 players off contract, he's going to probably just say, look, I'm going to keep between five and ten of yours. Yeah. So the other, you've got to play for your contract. Elsewhere. How many years does Tom Elliott left? Probably five. Yeah, he signed yeah, like a 10-year. Yeah. He's 10-year and he's probably contract, five yeah. years in. last year was the fifth, the, the fifth yeah. year last year. So and I know he's six. a freak, but didn't we say that was a mistake then? And oh, they've, already got, well, they've already got the money out of him. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't he's think already done mistake. plenty of yeah. yeah. money. They've, <laughs> they've won a comp. He'll, he's he's already already got, the thing is, he's not actually doing anything wrong. He's just not the high level. Anything else to add in the account? He was still quite good last year, man. Yeah, yeah. He was like he was injured. We are we are holding him behind. Yeah, he's he was he, he's, he was still one of the better back rowers yeah. running around. Um, even playing fifty minutes, he's still gonna. You know, he's probably gonna most get two hundred meters playing fifty minutes. Michael Morgan, yeah. super coach, anyone? No. You know what? I want to make sure Morgan would be a roughie. He'll be cheap, I reckon. He's three fifty, I think. His body's. Pretty bad, I think. He yeah. seems to get injured every year. Last, the last two few years, years, he is. A lot of bad injuries. A f- handful of games. Like, yeah. It's. Anyway. Oh, good. All right, I'll get a quick plug in too before we keep going. Um, our good friend Dan Payne has just released his second official book. He's got a few uh, other historical books, but uh, Rugby League Heroes Yesterday, the second edition, is coming out 
in May. So get on, jump on to Dan Payne's antique group there. You'd know him from the uh, NRL fan show and Vossi's other show and um, the antique historian, the NRL historian. You know him and he's uh, does a great Dan's collectibles on Facebook. It is does an outstanding job. A, a, a tremendous human being and a great group to be a part of. And he's got his next book coming out. So be involved there. Let's head on to the Parramatta Eels. Dan's team. Dan's team. Dan's team. That's right. And I'm glad I'm off the long run for this one. <laughs> you uh, love bashing up Parramatta. I do love bashing Parramatta, <laughs> and I didn't find much to bash, but which makes me sad. Uh, they finished third last year. Uh, the losses: Kane Evans, David Gower, Andrew Davey, George Jennings, Otto Kamanu to the Tigers, Jai Field, Takarangi to Hull, big, uh, our man Takas, name of mine, Alvaro, Salmon, Terrapo, and Reese Davies are both retired. New faces: uh, Keegan Hipgrave, Bryce Cartwright, <laughs> um, Bryce Cartwright, sorry, <laughs> cough. Um, Michael Oldfield, uh, Nathaniel Roach on a development contract. Tom Opachik, Isaiah Papali, and Joey Lussick coming back from Salford. He played grand final last year, didn't he? Salford. Uh, the year before. The year before. Yeah. Um. Now, it's Parramatta. May I? Yes, you may. Okay. Well, I, you know, I said it wanting to bash Parra, and I think it's only a reaction of the dickheads I hang around with. But um, <laughs> what, well, what you come back to is when you actually look at the team and look at their draw, and when you look at through the – sometimes when you sit down and do this stuff, you look at it through a spectrum of, hey, grand final. Mm-hmm. But when you actually look at it through the spectrum of week in, week out, this team's going to win 18 games next year. 17, 18 games that they're a good team. They haven't lost a lot. Uh, actually, they've lost a little bit of bench. They've lost a bit of bench strength, but they've picked up real good bench. If uh, Papali was good last week, he was he probably looked, the yeah, only real standout from last week's trial. Keegan Hitgrave, I had a minor crush on for a lot of that week. Sean Lane on the bench and Kofusi. Um, they get their spine back. They've actually got one of the most set spines now after a year. Uh, they got Dylan Brown fit, Mahoney fit. Mitch Moses and Angutho, probably the biggest trier in the comp. Um, will I back them to win the comp? Absolutely not. Will I back them to win many more games than they're going to lose? Yes. Um, tremendous forward pack. Madison, Brown, uh, RCG and Paulo were outstanding. And then you're going to have Hipgrave now coming on running hard lines, hopefully, and bomb that trial. And Papali looked tremendous. Sean Lane let no one down. Um I think they finished top four again, and I couldn't possibly have any interest in ever backing them to win a finals game because they haven't won it since 2014. Anything to add? I think uh, Moses uh, will be their letdown. Yeah. I think yeah, Parramatta yeah. fans feel that too, but yeah, so keep going. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. I know everyone had that hype about him last year, but when again you look at didn't the he show himself up exactly what he is? That's right. You know, like it was just a stat. You know, it was the, their forwards laid all the groundwork, and everyone else done their job around him, and they made him look a million dollars. And when he had to step up, he was Casper. Yeah, I think on the flip side of that, Dylan Brown is a one star. of the best Dylan Brown, young yeah. talents in the game. And when he he's, he's the Kiwi five eight. Oh, absolutely, for yeah. the next 10 years probably. Yeah. Um, when he got injured last year and that the hurt. pressure went on Moses, it hurt him big time. Oh, and part, yeah. It wasn't a coincidence that they started losing games when, when he was there. didn't really win until he came back. A question I've got, and I don't know if it's a bit silly, but 
No, the, the style that they play, they're best when they're playing up tempo, throwing the ball around, Paulo's yep. offloading. You know, they've got these players out in the backs. Wanga Blake, like, don't have the best hands, but playing at Bankwest where it gets really dewy, yeah. yep. does that come into play and actually hurt them? Playing at a ground where it's so slippery and it doesn't really suit their game style. If they were playing on like a Suncorp or something where it's dry. That's a great question. I didn't actually study how many night games they have. Do they have a lot of Bankwest days? But they, I just know every time it's a night game at Bankwest, it seems yeah. to be dewy. The yeah. handling's bad, and, and the reason that doesn't why, suit their game. And the reason why it's so dewy at Bankwest is because the ground itself is below sea level. Yeah. And it's right. a coliseum as well. There's yeah, not yeah. a lot of air that comes in through that's the right. top, the and way that it's, it's built below, up and over the ground. Right. And because yeah. it's below sea level, that's why it's so dewy. It doesn't matter how hot it is during the day. It's just going to get dewy at night. Yeah, but mm. there's some ordinary games of footy when it gets slippery. And yeah. I don't think... They don't change. They, they have no interest in changing their play. They, get, they, do. Yeah. they have to go through the forwards realistically um, then. But, yeah. Um, Opacek and Papali looked good in that trial game. Um, all the trial games so far have basically been reserve grade level or below, but um, they were two standouts in that game. Uh, it was an ugly watch for the first probably half an hour, probably first half hour. I've watched every trial game so but far was, that's been yeah, televised, and they've all been pretty, you know, dog, they're, they're young kids that haven't played for 12 months, you know. It's, what, what do you expect out of them? Oh, yeah, but I get there's, that. There's yeah. been some standouts. Um, as... Toto said, I love Dylan Brown. He just looks like, um, you know, he's got a running game. He's got a passing game. He's got it all realistically. Um, he needs probably could work on his kicking game a little bit, but the the kids are. Star. But he's also he was also trained. He was also I think the first half of last year that was Moses' job. Yep. Now when Moses got injured, he took that over and was fine. Yep. And then what happened is I think they all took turns to get injured after that. And Moses no gives camp. them enough structure to win, as you said, more games than they're going to lose. Um, they've lost a little bit of depth in that engine room. I've got them finishing out of the four. I've got them finishing sixth. So. You know what, what I was pretty shocked about was um, Van Wet and Jai Field go. Mm. Now, like, he was very underrated. And, uh, and like, I, I'm... I've been a big fan of him for a long time. I think watching the watching the trials, I think um, they have a rap on Jesse Arthur. Yeah, oh, uh, Jesse who Arthur, he does. Good. Oh, oh man, like Jesse he, he needs more than probably fifteen kilos. He, yeah. He's built like a big rake, but he. I think they think they've got two halves they can use as no, reserve. Well, mate, when, when your dad's head coach, mate, like yeah, but <laughs> and, I, I, and I'm not disrespecting, mate. Like no, I've seen, I've seen him over the years, getting rep. Like definitely in the schoolboy rep teams in front of plays. He's got a nice short passing game, but yeah, mm. you'd obviously need to see a bit more out of him. But yeah. Yeah. All right, question marks. Um, the two wingers. I think Sevo's been shown up. Sevo's as well. Sevo's well, Waka doesn't pass. Is the Parramatta fans outcry? Um, so, for, but then the flip side of this, Fergo doesn't go looking for necessarily hard work. I don't think he, he could probably make a few more dummy half runs and stuff. But he still gets, he um, gets quite a does few his job. Uh, I, I I think that I think the knock on him was unfair last year. Mm. Um, but I think towards the back end of last year, we saw Sevo really get turned around by short kicking, kicking back in. Yes. Behind them, turning it, around, and then, then they re- they jarred and they put him right on show. Yeah. Um, like, like, is it a big year for those two wing? So well, I think uh, Micah, they, they would have worked on that through the off season. Because last time I saw him play, like where a team had his measure like that, was in the 2016 Sydney Shield Grand Final. Yep, against East Campbelltown, they had his measure that day, and um, and then obviously he's got kicked on, and then. then 
last season. Yeah, there's the a run of about four or five games. Yeah, they worked. Just everyone kept, worked. They worked him, they worked him out again. Pinning him in the corner. But he, he'll work hard on it, and I reckon he'll get back to his best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a destructive runner of the ball yeah. at his best. Like, even, yeah. even last year, even when they had his measure, mate, you're still better than most of the wingers running around in but the as you anyway. said, um, Blake's a runner. Opacek's a bit more of a runner as well. I'm not yeah. sure if they're... If they're um, got the passing game to set out, set up the wingers outside of them. Yeah. They're probably going to have to cut the centers out and hit the wingers to yeah. put them into the into the edges. But one point I had wanted to raise is Reed Marnie at hooker. Um, oh, yeah, he's had a couple of years now. I, I don't know, does he offer enough out of dummy half? I know well, got he was proved to start last year as a Queensland hooker, and but he was injured a lot. Um, he's very Wade Egan, isn't he? Isn't he a running hooker? Isn't he the same player? I think he sort of stops at the line a little bit myself. Yeah. He'll sort of start to run and then sort of stop, which sort of kills the play, and then look for somebody on his outside. What are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts, Toto? Yeah, I just don't know if he's he's the hooker to take them, you know, to the next level and beat the good teams. So right? does Joey Lussick play 17? Well, I think Joey Lussick comes in and relieves him. Marnie used to play 80 minutes most yeah. weeks last year, but oh. I think... Yeah, having Joey Lussick there. Yeah. Well, I think with Reed, like, you touched on it, you know, he gets out and stops. But I think if the players are pushing up with him on both sides... Give him a bit of help, yeah. That would make him go through that line more. But if they're not pushing up with him, it's like, what, what am I meant to do? Yeah, fair so, comment. Um, and Dave, like, he, he's good. He, he can uh, do it, but it's just up to the players to push up with him. Uh, RCG had really... The best 20 rounds in a long, long time last year. He was outstanding. And then I thought caught it sort of went missing at the back end. I don't know if it's just caught up with him or what. Uh, are we thinking just back to back to his best next year or he's had his little spurt? No, I think um, I think him and Paulo feed off each other, to be honest. I think they, they basically challenged each other all last year and that's why it brought the best out of both of them. And I think, I think they'll both do it again. I don't see Parramatta having too many problems in the forwards. No, not at all, not at all. Um, super coach, so you told her you're here, you're our super coach, uh, number 20. Uh, this is a hot super coach team for, 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 I think many people find many reasons to find people out of this team. Gutho, just such a trier, does he put himself up there every week as a oh, as an option against a, he's basically the same price as Pappenhausen, he's obviously half the, well, a third, two thirds the price of your Tedesco's. Is he realistically a second or first fullback? Oh, there's such a stacked position fullback. And going back to what I said about Bank West, there's a lot of Dow games there. If it's at night, there's a lot of, you know. That's a very good call. 20, it's something I hadn't thought of. Yeah, 18, yeah. 20. I'd have to actually go study. Is that is such score? an interesting thing that. Um, it's actually against Parra to be there at night. It is. And if so, Puppy's kicking goals, Pappenhausen's kicking yeah. goals, there's no way you pick Gutho in front of him. Two I'd look at for Supercoach is Dylan Brown because I just have such a high... Uh, yeah, I had him, him probably and coming up. Junior Paulo, he, he he can be one of the best forwards in the game. Yeah. And he's got, the attacking, coach, he's got the attacking he's stats. He's pretty solid in the base. Now, yeah. Madison's been um, in Madison, the engine room for two years. Still, yeah, still there. Right. Madison, he... Uh, and the one... The one the, the, Pod, but he's 14. He's probably on the bench. Keegan Hipgrave at 200k. I'm not. I, I like a little bit. Sold on I don't know how. You, what your opinion on Hipgrave is? Is why it's so high? But um, I'm happy. At 200k, to, I'm happy I'm for thinking. you to talk to me after this and. Explain. Oh, well, I'll explain later. No, explain it now. Damn it! No, he's, he's um, 
I thought he did good stuff off Ash Taylor last year, but as a bench forward behind this pack. Lane goes on runs in about elsewhere. four or five weeks in Supercoach, and if you can, if you get him at the right time, just before he goes on one of those runs where he scores four tries in five weeks, and you'll get some money out of him. But yeah, and those two wingers, it's a bit hot and cold, Virgo and Siva. No, not going to touch not him in Supercoach. Not interested. No, Leave me out. Cool. Any final words on Parramatta? What's the matter? What is the matter? Um, quick Facebook shout out to our. Homies that have written in. Um, <laughs> that sounded just, so <laughs> <over>. <laughs> Homies? <laughs> uh, the comments, well, only because I only thought of Parramatta because of our good mate Gaz who runs the PCTC. Um, he says, heart says, eels, head says, para. Our good man Jamie Nielsen, uh, team to beat his South Sydney Dallium, Nathan Cleary. Action Bailey, our man, uh, his top eight is Rabbitohs, para. It's these tip and para to finish second. Raiders, Storm, Panthers, Roosters, Tigers, Warriors, Rabbits, Raiders, GF, the Dragons, the Spoon. That's a very nice top eight. Action! I'm very happy with that. If that comes to fruition, and did you say the Gaz tip para with his heart and the eels with his head? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, sir. <laughs> Gaz, you, you idiot! That's what happened. No, you're the idiot. What head says Raiders. Head says Raiders. <laughs> All right, let's get to the grand, the minor premiers and the grand finalists. Uh, the Penrith Panthers uh, coming off um, the tremendous year. Uh, would they win 20 odd straight? 18, I think. 15, eight. 16? Yeah, who knows? I think it was 18 as a record. Um, yeah, they've lost. Uh, yeah, grand finalists, obviously. They've lost Jack Hetherington to the Dogs, who was missing half the year anyway. Caleb Atkins, Tamo to the Tigers, Mansfield the Bunnies, Tedavano, Laurie, Fare, Bloor, uh, Malachi. Hollis McGrady, their gains. Uh, you don't have it here, but Scott Sorensen. Salmon from the Eels as well. As a bit Robert Jennings, Matt Eisenhuth, and Yaman Salmon. Yaman, is it? Jaman, it's probably Jaman. Yaman's Dutch. Sounds Dutch. Spells his crones. And Momorowski, good signing. Momorowski in the centres. Have at it, Toto. Yeah, um... I mean, I think everyone's going to expect them to be super consistent again this year. They haven't – in their losses, I mean, yeah, Tamal, he's a loss with his leadership and is very, very good last year. Mansour, again, a lot of experience, but you've got the exciting Staines coming in who offers a lot. He's, he's very quick. He's a try scorer from the very small sample we had last year. Um, but, yeah, looking at that team, I think they are going to be tough to beat. They're – they're actually a good team. There's not too many superstars in there. I mean, you do have the likes of Cleary, uh, Luai, who's really emerged last year in the forward pack, Fisher-Harris, absolute gun. Kikau can be one of the most destructive uh, forwards on his day. But it's a super consistent team. They're, they're just strong across the board. They'll they'll get their more than their fair share of wins. Um, it just comes down to... How much did they take from the experience of last year in those big games? And who's going to step up in those big moments to, to go that one more step? Because yeah. we saw last year in the in the grand final, you have guys like Cameron Smith, Pappenhausen mm. p- coming up with big plays. Um, you just look at this team and you hope that maybe it is going to be a Luai or a Cleary. Dylan Edwards at the back, he's you know an outstanding support player. Goes I want to wrap him because I... Two years ago, he couldn't catch a ball, and he would have been in a conversation top five fullbacks in the comp last year. He was outstanding. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I've top four lock almost, if you can say that. Um, but, yeah, interested to see how much they learned from uh, that grand final loss last year. Barney? What? Oh, it's going, Trev. No, Trev, Trev, Trev. Yeah, no, sorry, guys. Um, Trev. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, uh, like I, I know that, um, this person's going to be out for a little while uh, due to suspension, uh, but um, Naden, Brent Naden, uh, oh, in that grand final last year, he was one of their best coming off the bench. Yeah. And, uh, and um, I think that was because he was off the bench, is is my humble, but keep going. Yeah. And Opinion. Uh, and also... Uh, I know the talk of Charlie Staines. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I've, I've seen him go come through the grade. But uh, some of those tries he scored last year was mainly due to Naden. Now, Naden uh, got to this age there that he was. He reminded me of um, <laughs> Matt Gidley. <laughs> and that, like, he's offloaded everything about him just reminded me of Matt Gidley back in the late 90s there. What and, a player he was. Yeah, that's right. And I think if uh, Naden gets back to that level that he was last season and they, and they give him the early ball I think he could be the X factor that uh, Penrith need out there Harvinho he's, he's on his last chance but by the looks of it oh man I'm not, I'm, I'm not <laughs> one more off field thing I think Naden's out the door but um, oh yeah but I'm just saying in general I'm not I'm player. not either sold I'm not completely sold on Charlie Staines yet either to be honest um, yeah. as a hey, Shark Barney, supporter I, I watched him Sorry. score those six tries against us when Basically, five of them would just grab the ball and put it down. Yeah, over that's, the what, line. that's what I'm talking about, eh? But, um, like, he's a young kid. He's, he's got plenty of potential, but obviously, the proof's going to be in the pudding at the back end of this year, whether he's uh, still scoring, you know, a try a game at the back end of this year. Um, he's, he's big enough, tall enough, fast enough. But um, whether he's going to get the good clean ball out on that side now that they've shifted they've shifted uh, two o over to the other side, so they've completely stacked that left hand side by the looks of it. You yep. got Crichton two o and yep. Kickow on that left hand yeah. side, so that just shifts your defence to. Hey, do do we think I'm chuck that, another number on that left hand side? I'm pretty sure. Do we, do we think the the postman hotel up there where he's from Forbes was it? Yeah. Yeah, well, do you reckon they still do that drink off every time you play? No, that won't be happening again. I'm I reckon pretty sure. Do, I think we should make I think we should take a, I think we should take a bush chair out there. Yeah. Yeah. Take a bush tour Cost them 50 grand. Cost them 50, yeah. <laughs> I think we should take a bush chair for sure and certain. Yeah. We'll go out um, there for the Panthers. So we are, we are committed. So for those who don't know, we, we obviously go away for our club trip tours, but... um. I'm actually keen to go and do some of the bush tours for some of these bush footy games. We'll pick some out. We are doing Magic Round. It is on the table. So anyone keen, jump in from Magic Round and come and... Uh, I think Penrith's lost a little bit on the trade period. I think they've just lost a fraction of depth. Um, I'll tell you the depth they've lost because I haven't had my chance yet. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not, it's not quite the Parramatta long run. It's not going to hurt 17, but... I think it does because you take kick out, you take kick out Mantor out. You two most experienced players out. Mantor is one of the hardest working winners in the game. I think that Charlie Staines has got a lot of work to do for a ringy little bloke that Toto could smash. Uh, concerns me. Uh, I like for the first four rounds. I would be having Monrovski start. I think he's a very very good centre. I think that helps him out. Uh, I like the fact that the, the two ticks are in a year that threatened to maybe. Create some cracks. They've so they've already wrapped up Luai and Crichton. Good. That's good. That's two issues That's to bed. Yep. I said Dylan Edwards, tremendous. Brian Tuo is one of the best wingers in the game bar none. I know he's not the biggest, but he's hard working stuff. He would I would put him in the top 
He's tough as top nails, four or five man. wingies in the game, just for his hard work. But then he's attacking for he's quick as tremendous. Well. So they've yeah. stacked that flair. So I, I think he's switching sides to left hand side. This yeah, year yeah. As well, yeah. So, so he's going to well, him and Crichton linking up, is it? Yeah, and yeah. and the uh, resignings. Chicago. It's a happy place at Penrith. Crichton, Luai have recommitted. Yo, so yeah. so that was my issues to start with. Kick out. Penrith spent. 10 rounds last year not passing the ball to kick out. He played decoy for 10 rounds and then we knew at some point had the penny had to drop. Yeah, we talked about it, it for did. weeks. Uh, but what happened as a result? Liam Martin's a, a star now. Yeah, but does his position come under threat from Capewell after such a yeah, good origin? That's my next question. So I... You're very smart, Todd. I like this way I this show. Um, so Capewell was essentially probably playing 14, but he's the star of origin. Mm-hmm. You could pick him at centre and not have any issues. Mm-hmm. You could pick him at lock and have issues. You could pick him at second row and not have any issues. Where does he fit in I, this Penrith team? I wouldn't be surprised if he started in the second row and Martin was pushed into the front row rotation. Um, yeah, okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, Fisher-Harris, Martin. Know. Fisher Harris Martin. Um, is he too small for a front row? I don't think so. Not in today's game. I don't. Think well, Leota is pretty explosive off the bench. Uh, Leota's yeah. well, so. not even six foot tall. I just so don't put Leota back to the bench. Capewell is well, too good to be is not on the bench that, yeah, for forty minutes is, a game. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a footy player. F- yeah. out and out. I loved him. I was shattered like, when yeah. the Sharks let him go. I, I, I was. I, he is this year's super coach. Yo, if you know he's starting. Yep. Last year, if Yo start, was the jump yeah. on and yeah, yep. hold on for the ride. Didn't matter. Uh, he is, but if he's not starting, then you can't. But he's such an interesting thing. I I don't disagree. Why not? Why not just put him on the field at twelve? Mm-hmm. Push Martin up. You got Kiko. Kiko's going to play the same game he always does anyway. Yeah. Um, One thing that worries me is that Coruscant basically was went under the radar for the first half of the season, and he absolutely killed it. Like he no, had, he, he had a brilliant season, man. Like fucking game after game, he awesome. absolutely killed it. He's going to gonna have forward. a target on him now. They're going to like every team's going to be watching him, going, make sure you don't let him jump out because mm. then you get Cleary giving good ball to Luai on yeah. the back of oh, that. That's a, that's a he, and he's so, sick. Okay, so that's a funny so, thing though, right? He was doing the exact same thing at Manly. Yeah. Getting our dummy half when he was at Manly yep. the year before, getting to go forward. He's been a gun. He's done it at South started, Sydney man. back in yeah. 2014. He's been doing the same thing year, year, year. And it's like Cameron Smith and the other good hookers. You know they're going to do it, but then they're stopping it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's easier said than done, right? That's right. Yeah. So I just think that, you know, like it, it's going to be a focal point this year. There's going to be a lot more emphasis on making yeah. sure that you split properly and you don't go too far. Yeah. Push your edges back in so that, you know, it, it might create a bit of space out wider, but I think they're going to tighten up on Coruscant. And, but we also know um, that role. The thing is, Penrith set themselves up and, and they put themselves on shows. What they do, they. S- and this is not a knock. They spend the first two minutes of every game just getting field position, yeah, grind, not training. They play that Nathan Cleary inside ball. They don't make fr- mistakes. They, Nathan takes it. All right, you're going to go next. You're going to go next. Everyone knows and where take position. And then what happened is at the back end, the positive is what happened at the back end. Luai, chim- Luai realised his spot where Cleary was the, the anchor and Luai was the spark. They have... Um, they complement each other well. The in the argument for the most settled spine in the comp now, because uh, but but I, I I set out to write them off this year, and uh, I know I, I guess the critics are. And the more you dig deeper, um, I'm not writing them right off. I think they're probably a top four team. Out of respect. Uh, they need to find some leaders, though. They need some forward leaders. 
they need to work out what exactly Kikau is because um, he was that explosive left edge first try scorer. You're backing every week first try. And, and then come semi time, he wanted to touch a ball every two minutes and almost cost him. Yeah, you got a, a bit semi. of white line fever in um, the final. I love Liam Martin. I love Yo. Uh, I've got him running fifth, but it wouldn't surprise me. I think fifth. fifth. I think you, reckon four, you reckon there's four better teams over the course of the season? I think fifth. I think fifth's where I'll put him. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 I see that team, and over the 26 rounds, I don't think they're missing the top four. I think, okay. they, I think they're just going to – I think they'll back off at about three-quarter mark and just try to cruise into the finals and save a bit. Right. Doesn't wouldn't surprise me if they finish fifth and win the comp. Oh yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I've got to fifth. Oh, I think uh, with the Panthers, you know, like they showed last year, just playing mature footy. You don't have to scoff every play. Just grind away, work yeah. to your point, do what you need to do, and then when the time comes, then put points on the board. I think they're para. I think they, but I, I think they're a better para in that. Um, how they That's play for twenty minutes. It is fucking Parramatta. Jesus, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if we come finals time, I'd like to see him actually do it. But what what they do well is Nathan Cleary plays for the first 25 minutes, repeat sets. He's only worried about repeat sets, repeat sets, because if, if he earns – it's like he earns the right for us to score 20 points in the second half. Mm-hmm. A- and I respect that. Um, I've sort of half-talked myself during the course of this show back into them being a top four team, but I, I'm saying fifth as well, fifth-ish. Um only because lots of teams suck and they'll do really well. I'm interested to see what happens with the Ford pack. Interested to see what happens with Cape. Wouldn't surprise me if they get minor premiers and fucking. But oh well, <laughs> if they do that, they, if they if the they moment, a minor so. premiers, they probably win the comp. Mm. Uh, through the Super Coach Spectrum again, this is an interesting Super Coach team here. Toto, Barney, I've had to say, could you possibly touch Edwards, Toto, Crichton? I think you can make a case for all of them and obviously Charlie Staines is going to be picked in 99% of teams um, after yeah. his try scoring efforts last year. Cleary uh, at 700. Cleary's you pretty much you have to pick him. I think he's... So you're going to set and forget? You set and forget, yep. Um, Coruscant? No. no. Hooker's such an interesting super coach this year. Yeah, there's... I'll you give know, you some time to think about it, but do you have a super coach hooker you want to look at? Early, I'm going to go Damian Cook um, as a set and forget, and then Connor Watson as the backup. And then you've got guys like Little as well who are cheap. Um, Very so good. yeah, I'll, no. I'll stick clear of Coruscant. But there's plenty of Supercoach relevant players in this Panthers and team. and then and then the the engine room kick out. Yay. No, uh, no just he's not a Supercoach guy. Going to keep being a decoy as much as he was last yeah. year. Martin, Yo, Capel. is probably a set Yo, probably. Yo, Yo, now no, you lose not. dual position. Dual position, and he's so expensive after his year last year. But um, Momorowski will be pretty cheap, so if he's going to lock down that centre spot. I, honestly th- I would, and I know you love him, I would have Momorowski starting four before Naden. Naden. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Like, Momorowski, like... like and can play good. wing before Staines. To be honest, would play wing before Staines for me, but if Naden's back, but... But if smoke is fire, I've got a feeling Naden might not be at Penrith Panthers in 12 months' time. Anything to finish on? Penrith? Done? Uh, well, it'll be good just to see how they go. Oh, like, done. I, I just, I'm uh, excited. Oh, I'm, I'm excited, excited for them. And just so, like, you know, they've got some uh, good young players coming through as well through the grades, like uh, two young fellas that played the um, New South Wales Cup at the moment, and they're still young enough to play Jersey Flaggy. You know, Isaac Tago, good back rower. And that, so, mate, I'm excited for Penrith for what they got coming through as well. All right, 
the uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons, as my balls drop as I say that. Um, <laughs> what do we do with this team? Anthony Griffin in charge. Lost Frizzell, Aitken, Graham, Host, Sims, Saab, Lavoda, Tristan Taylor, New Faces, Pharmacilli, Jack Bird, and Daniel Alvaro, who we, uh, Ollie is spruiking as the best front row in a comp, in his opinion. Um, They've lost on that trade period. They have lost on that trade period. They've bought in a 60 year old coach, they've bought in a 60 year old coaching staff. I am concerned that they had no spark last year. Dufty and Lomax are the hope. Um, and they're going to have targets on their back. And they know how they play now. Knows where, that's that's right. where their points are coming from. So It, 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 it just screams out Griffin wanting to get that old under-20s Broncos team, the band well, back it, together. It, it, he's brought it, it, in McCulloch. He's made Hunt captain. Um, and put him back to seven. Uh, uh, man, the uh, bloke's played his best football at nine for the last two and a half years, and you want to put him back to seven? Uh, well, it's. Really? I think the five eight's the bigger problem, to be honest. Over yeah, before Hunt, that's true. Um, we'll have a job at the end of the year. Probably I don't know, not. But um, yeah, so at <laughs> uh, the trials, but we've, we they're now well exposed because we've seen Jaden Sullivan play a couple of trials. We've seen looks like a good kid, uh, and he looks like he's got something to offer. Uh, we've been seeing a little bit more of Cody Ramsey, who's not in this seven. Uh, I wouldn't pick him on either wing ahead of what they've got. You're definitely not putting him at fullback. Um, Jack Bird at three. Lomax is uh, their best player, hands down. Oh, he, he's awesome. He's a superstar. Yeah. And I'd say Dufty's in the. He's probably second, and then there's a, just a big cliff that goes off. And I have, I, I, I do not. Do we have any? <laughs> does anyone have any? Does anyone have any optimism for this St George Illawarra side? Uh, the third best player. They just signed one. They just signed their third best player. So who's that? McCulloch will be their third best player. Oh, yeah. he'll, he'll make tackles and he'll drop. No, it'll be a rebuilding season for him, and that give him this year and. But it's kind of something that's going to happen, not happen overnight. Give them at least one to two years oh, and they'll get Farmer Suilai looks like a decent prop. I don't should see any okay, young, young, young blood coming through into this no, team. No, that's did, the thing. If, if you're rebuilding, you want to at least see some young guys who are... No, you want half a team. Well, what they have yeah. is, and they play, but the problem is they played in that trial and got towed, but... Um, they have that twenty years. The under twenty teams playing together for a lot of years. The last and, ten years. That's um, what the Dragons fans have been screaming at me. Yeah. Like because they screamed it. That's why they wanted Sullivan the Ramsey. For blah blah six blah. Or seven yeah. years. They wanted the kids coming through, and he didn't bring Dufty through. He didn't bring Lomax through until they were 23, 24 Now and they're just showing up, and they're the best players in the team. Like didn't bring Sab. So you know, but the problem is now Dufty's also, uh, and he was good for me, super coach wise for a while there. Um, he showed himself up as the like rainbow ball, rainbow ball one pick trony one trick pony. Um, yeah, he's got not, he's got that support player that to throw it out there. Balls. He's not getting the stuff yeah. up the middle either. There's no holes in the middle because they're not stretching the middle. So yeah, like he's got enough pace if there's holes in the middle to punch through those holes, but. He's not getting them, so and, and there's no and there's, they've given away their best forward. Frizzell was close to their best player oh, last there year. There was games where he was absolutely a freak. He, uh, he, Kate Ellis will be fine, but like, what does that all mean? In Jack this Bird term? hasn't been fit for two and a half years. Uh, like, 
What is yeah, it all I hope mean? he gets fit because he looked like a super talent when he was at the Sharks. But yeah. Mate, I think, like with Jack Bird, I just mentioned he wasn't fit. I think the Broncos just didn't give a shit about him. Yeah. Even yeah. though they were paying him good money, they just didn't give a shit about him. That's one thing I've probably too much going on for him to get their heads around it. Yeah, and that's one thing I've learned uh, from quite a few players who over the years have gone to the Broncos. They go, mate, once you get injured up there, they don't really give a shit unless you're from Queensland. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. well, the Sharks had the nursing through, like the premiership year when That's he was right. there. Like, freaking, he had he's got arth- arth- arthritic problems, yeah. mm. and then he, he he did have he had a rib cartilage problem and a knee problem. Oh, they got, him, they on got the field, him through. Right? They got him on got him That's on the right. field. Obviously, he turned up there busted, and all the Broncos fans said blame the Sharks well, because the Sharks he didn't play for at the Broncos. But if they wanted him back on the field, surely they could have got him back on the field. Yeah, I like, so, what what does Norman and Hunt at potentially six and seven actually mean, Barney? Uh, wooden spoon. Mm. What does it mean, Toto? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to agree. Um, and, you know, let's see if we see that GST sign out on the hill still. So mm. guys are great for <laughs> George <laughs> team. I think it's a year to put it away this year. I don't think it's relevant um, to GST. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll try well, to find some. When was the last time Norman played more than three or four good games in a season? No, he has, he's got one year. He's always got one year. All right, um, and it's usually when someone rubs his face in the dirt or something, and he goes, "Oh, I'm going to try now." At his best, man, he's fucking, he's right up there. But he needs a job now, so yeah, maybe we'll see. Um, the, the the positive I'll, I'll yeah, find. I believe he's going to drop at aristocrat. <laughs> Programming <laughs> machine. Yeah. <laughs> What's this positive day? Yeah, yeah, I want to hear uh, the two wingers. Uh, but I can someone tell me why Ravalawa missed the back end of last year? Does anyone know? No, I still don't know. No, still still don't know. know. He was good for him last year. He, he was, was absolutely killing it and then got sacked. <laughs> no, he had the game where he just smashed Sevo yeah, and then and he had then another good game, game and then disappeared. And, then didn't and no one said, boo, we couldn't. Well, there was injury. Man, or? Remember, Mary couldn't pick his team towards the end of the year. It was the That's true. The and I thought Pereira is smaller, but Pereira is just a little try. I, I, I like his effort. That's Vaughan's there, there a great is. front rower, but... Yeah, but no, great what's that mean? Result. He's a great. He was. He's good. okay. He's an acceptable good front, front row. Uh, and, and, and yeah, Dufty Bird, Lomax, Ravalawa, Pereira, and then we don't need to talk anything else about that team. Fill me up. Anyone? Anyone, anyone, anyone backing? Ahead of him, but anyone backing Daniel Avaru for prop of the year is forecast by Oli on our bold prediction show. Uh, he might not have a job by the end of the year. Well, there it is. Uh, let's get to Southend. <laughs> Alvaro or Ollie. <laughs> South Sydney Rabbitohs. So they finished six. They came home with a wet sail. They got all the way through to the semis. They were outstanding at that back end. They've lost Ethan Lowe, uh, who's retired, James Roberts, Bailey Siren, and Jack Johns, Suwali, uh, who we'll see in action tomorrow night, I believe, uh, or tonight. Um, we haven't watched it yet. Corey Allen, Amone, Corey Dennis, Dirk Hill and Kai Rodwell. Just with that, um, I know you've mentioned Tom Amone here. I, I still believe he's still on a train and trial at South Sydney. Okay. And that, um, what I've heard is that apparently he's told his agent that – if any, uh, if you try to get me somewhere else on a train and trial, I'd rather go back and play at Blacktown. Yeah, okay. And play New South Wales Cup. Yeah, okay. Right. So, so he wants a full time contract, or he'll go back to Blacktown. Oh, I believe yeah, he's because he, he's still at South Sydney because they're paying for his rehab. Yeah, there's a couple of blokes at Daggy Hill in his list that's yeah. released, but they've been yeah. named for trials this weekend. Yeah, yeah, so, so there are trials. I didn't print the trial stuff. Because <laughs> well, I believe he still had like a year left on his contract at South. So, so. they're pickups for Souths. Uh, <laughs> you've done well. 
Jai Arrow, Jacob Host, Josh Mansell, Benji Marshall, Tane Milne, and Tatua Moga. There's some outstanding, outstanding We're just coming off the back of the Dragons. Why the hell would you let Jacob Host go out of that? He was pack? out. He was. Yeah, I yeah. he's a young kid. He's he hasn't you know he hasn't reached the peak of his game, but fucking he he was Great. matching it with some of the Tremendous. best yep. at, at different times during mm. the year. Like, Makes no sense to it me. It wasn't every week. They, um, they, yeah, they have a very very good team south, and they finished last. Joy Arrow strong. and Cameron Murray, man. Fuck. So now so now throwing. So they've named Murray at third. We had the debate the other week, yeah. but Murray's named thirteen on uh, tomorrow night. On the back of uh, Arrow's off the bench. Uh, Kalamatungi is actually named starting. Second row tomorrow night. He's a super kid. Um, he looks, he, and Sua, so that's yeah. tremendous. Totola Burgess. Um, Latrell back. Latrell back. Latrell, and it was funny. We uh, And Toto, just for your information, we, we debated Latrell a lot. I mean, and I, I that one round. all year, and I said, Latrell good. He'll be all right. He'll he come good. good. He'll he come good. good. Yeah. But there was one game. It was probably around 12 or 13, 14. Three, he just turned up, and it looked like he stripped all, he just lost, he stripped all the fat out of his body. He looked like... Baby face, and he just became was a very, very good fullback. And then he got busted, which you know happens to the um, best of them. But he, he's passing. I didn't realize he had a passing game like that. Oh, it's, oh, it's good. Yes, Fuck, yeah. he's good. got a good touch yeah. with the hands. Yeah, yeah. And, and and actually, to his credit, Bennett always said that. Bennett and he's always got said pace. That. And at the end of the day, if he doesn't pass it, you as know he, he can as run. I've the, blown a plug. He, can run over. he blew that plug the other day, didn't you? Well, Cody Walker, back sensational last year. Cody um, Walker round up and he just. Uh, just woke up in Indigenous Round last year and then he realised, hey, I might do this every week. Yeah, so he's became... He terrorised the centres and back rowers, man. Yeah. Uh, and Reynolds, was, uh, Reynolds has been guilty of being an early pot plant, but I thought he was outstanding back in. And it wasn't just his kick. Obviously, we all know he's kicking. This year, he's got the point to prove because he's off contract. But his defence last year, there was times he was mowing down front rowers that um, would have run over him... He's one year. of the better defensive um, halves this year. He and was the last, just gone. Yeah, Jaden Sewer. Yep, he was super. He's at the a last. Yeah, he's year. a freak. Yeah. Yeah. Bennett a wanted him. He got him, and I think, yeah, him in the back row next. I had well, I, I had him. I, I had him cheap in super coach, and he never, never got got there. And then by the back end, he did. I wanted him Sam's Campbell Graham, and then all of a sudden, once I sold him, he scored a lot of tries. He scored about eighteen tries, and, and now you're going to have Arrow on the other edge, and then Murray up the middle. And you had the best year of probably the career. Dane Gay guy was outstanding yeah, last year. He saves his best for Origin. Yeah, but, he yeah, but Jesus was good for South last year. He was good for South. So South. they have lost Corey Allen, but Mansell going in. Mansell's in the top half a dozen hardworking wingers. Like he gives them, well, if he, he gives them fit, a, a, a hard that's yards. Probably better. Yes, of course South, it's better. To be honest, because he's doing the the dummy half scoop. Mansell's yeah. doing the hard yards. He's doing taking the, getting them out of the back end. And which Johnson's Corey always Allen's done not that. Gonna do. And Corey Allen was chiming in on the, on the back of backline plays, which Mitchell's going to do anyway. And then if Mitchell goes down, they shift Graham or Mansell back. Or, you know, yep. they're going to do the same. So, sort of so we've stuff. all had our we've all wax lyrical. What does that actually mean for this year, Barney? I mean, they'll go very, very close to winning the competition. Um, I've got them running second. I've got the Raiders are my top pick to win the yep, comp. We'll get to that, just yeah. because of the depth that they've got in their squad. Um, they could cop four or five injuries. Now, having watched oh, Toto go I want to see Mitchell just fucking own fullback because it, I think he will. What he can do, if he does that, they probably do win the comp. Yeah, I think. 
uh, they're one of the big big chances. Yeah, they're um, big dogs. It's Wayne Bennett's last year coaching him as well, yeah. so they want to send him off well. I think Cook had a down year last year, mm. so he's got a lot more. He was more quiet. Mm. Well, offer. the debate was the six again was going to be yeah, old Beach Sprint is going to be the, the star. Was, and he, was, he, was he a Beach Sprint was he? Did you have mention it? Has he mentioned it? There was a time now. Do you know he's a Beach Sprint? No. He was a national champion. Okay. Well, he's a Beach Sprint. I didn't think he – I thought he was below par. Yeah. yeah. But if he bounces back and plays like he did – He has know, to. Yeah. He has to, then uh, uh, it's also a danger for the comp. Well, Murray was pretty much the only bloke that was giving him quick play the balls last mm. year. Now they've yeah. got Arrow there that can do the same thing from an edge as well. So that gives him the whole field to work from from one and side. Tatola yeah. was good Which was well, why Tatola's good. Why Tungy is here as a star in waiting. I think that's why they put Murray on the edge at the start of the year because they wanted to give – Cook the whole field to play from with a quick yeah. play of the ball on the edges, but they just went, nah, it's not working. Shifting back to the middle, then he can go either way. <laughs> if you've got that option from one side and the middle as well, should help. But hey, well, one, one thing I have to. And yeah. Marshall, man, I don't know why no, nobody uh, well, else bought Marshall. Can we hold that? Uh, yes. Don't get uh, it. No, I, I just want to like give raps to um, the master coach and Wayne Bennett because he actually took a seat back last year when they were struggling and allowed Jason Dementia to, to take more charge because obviously mm-hmm. he's going to be the head coach moving forward. He's the next guy. Yep. yep. And uh, and like I, I think because like, I've always had big raps on Dementia as a head coach. I can't wait for him to become head coach in the NRL. But uh, again, I just want to give raps to Wayne Bennett for sitting back and went and Jason he did, and, he did, and, did, Cook, and it was quite well. public that he did as well. So. Yeah, and, and Towards the end of the year, you saw Damien Cook come out, Walker come out, well, playing good footy. Just imagine, as we've already touched on, Mitchell being healthy and fit, playing under oh. that type of football. Now It's going to be good. Now, you touched on it, Barney. Benji Marshall, we, we saw it in the All-Stars game. We had to watch last week's game to see the control he had. He was playing in tuxedo as well. He can now he come on. He didn't do any dirty stuff. Like he was he, just <laughs> catch and pass. And we'll get to Tigers, but honestly... <laughs> I would actually be generally excited if we're Benji's here. That said, what a, a stupid buy. He's picked him up cheap. He's going to play probably 17. He can come and play. He can play hooker because he did play hooker for Tigers. He can come on and and if and through Origin, he gets to come in and play six for Walker, and you're not missing a, a beat. He, well, he can be a game breaker. It's that we did last year. Fucking how much was I go? Fuck Cronulla. Go and get him. Like yeah, Johnson's out for time. eight weeks. Yeah. Fucking go and get him. He can play six and then go back to seventeen and fucking play yep. seventeen. Like fucking what? What are you doing? They've got. He, go he's going to be up and going. Bennett knows him. Bennett. You, Bennett. Bennett rebuilt him at Brisbane. He's probably yeah, going to play the right. exact same role that he did when yeah, he was Brisbane. Up at Brisbane. He can come on. He'll come on and finish games. Origin time. Come in. Play. Yep. Someone gets busted, comes Bennett's in. Bennett just pulled the right rein there. I'm tipping Latrell. I'm actually sort of we we sort of half knocked him Luttrell's this hard. time last year. He's, he's, but he's a hard so, one to put a finger so on. So I have I think okay, let's get the super coach Toto because you're all out of it. Latrell, yay, nay. No, again, fullback. Want to see stacked? Yeah, fullback is stacked. Yeah, it's just yeah, not for me. But not saying I don't think he's going to have a, a a bad year or anything. I think he's he looks super before he. He's not he the worst backup injured. option at fullback. Well, I can you potentially know? get uh, Latrell and RTS maybe. in the same team, and I'm happy with that to start. Yeah, given no turbo. Um, Mantle, yeah, he's there. Campbell Graham overpriced right now. I think. Uh, he's he's quite high priced, uh, and Cook 
top of the market, but you're saying set and forget. Yep. Uh, and Joe Arrow is the one that we want to see. They're all priced efficient. off last year's, um, what they did last year. Arrow probably was a bit down from last year, so he's probably a little bit underpriced for Supercoach. Um, Murray's probably not going to make you any money, but if you're happy to go with a set and forget with Murray, he's probably not the worst one to pick. Um Kulamatangi is probably a little bit underpriced. He's someone that you could probably use well, as a bench for. If he, he's been money, named this week, if he starts, uh, potentially I'd have to look at the price. Jacob Host again. Jacob po- I've always liked Jacob Post. Probably yeah. get some money out of him and move and him on and see what forget. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final word on South. I think they are in the conversation for a premiership. I think it's them Super and Super strong chance to win the comp. Um, the only thing that I'm worrying about is the uh, – Reynolds questions about what happens next year with his, you know, is he going to be an ultimate professional and just play through it, or is he going to kick stones and get well, upset? No, he's going to he's going to get a job. He's got a point to prove. He's got. Yeah. He wants to stay. He doesn't need to get a job. He get a job somewhere else. Mate, he's got a point to prove. If he wants to kick stones, someone else will sign him. I tell you now, right? It's what it's going to be for Reynolds. He wants to stay at Souths. If he he's doesn't sign forever. with Souths, yeah. he's gone to the Super League. Yeah. You reckon uh, Tigers are tiny? I'll take he'll, he'll go to Super League. <laughs> All right, let's get, the, let's get to East. He might be the first halfback for the Brisbane fucking... He might be, you know. And, and so is, that's that's happening, isn't it? Yeah, 23. So, so there are... Oh, that's 23. That's a long time. We're going to worry about that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> East. <laughs> East, who finished fourth last year after the red-hot start, lots of injuries, an ageing team, but they've still got some depth. Uh... Heading into this year, they've uh, I have no any notes. Where's my notes? Uh, they got Adam Kieran and Jesse Suwali as games. I don't have any. Uh, they've got oh here it is. Adam Kieran and Suwali coming. Is Suwali uh, going to be allowed to coming play? in uh, after round? He'll get cleared. They've lost Orbison, Flanagan. Make sure it happens. <laughs> Fulmer Silly, uh, Ryan Hall's gone back, our man. Did he score a try last year? No, he did not. Um, Tupalutu just gone. Actually, Christian Tupalutu, not a bad. He, he gives up. He's yeah, he to East. And Sunny Bill's gone. Um, they are what they are. Fuck off. Dual, dual premiership winners the into the fourth yeah. last year. Uh, Toto, how are you approaching the East's? Oh, they're a professional team. They're, they're similar to Melbourne. Um, Robinson's going to have them all well drilled. Uh, they, they got class throughout the whole team. I mean, I mean, not having Cordner because of his concussion. Yeah, so round 12, 12 they want to give 12 core weeks, but that puts two Benua in there. Yeah, who in his own <laughs> Second line, he, a he freak. some great lines. Yeah. Um, he was good last year. They got year. the best player in the game, Tedesco. Yep. The best player, hands down. Um, yep. Probably the best winger in the game, I would argue. It's going to be how Kiri and the new 5'8", if it's Lamb or if they go... So, uh, Kiri to seven, what do you reckon? Yeah, oh, I don't think it makes a difference. I think yeah. he's, he's... He was pretty much running game. the ship anyway yeah. last year. Yeah. But you yeah. still look through this team. They've got Victor Radley to come back this year. Verrills as well, both from ACLs. Um, I think Verrills will put pressure on Jake Friend for that starting spot. Yes, Verrills is a star in waiting. He is. I'm convinced, yeah. But overall, yeah, very strong team. They've got Morris Brothers who just keep on keeping on. Um, they just don't play bad games, those the two. The only thing that worries me is Kiri's kicking game. I think they need someone outside him that's got that long kicking game because mm. Kiri's yeah. mid-range and short-range kicking is good, but that long pin yeah. him in the corners, turn him around, I don't, I, I don't think he's got that. Do you have any 
Do you have any idea, Trev? So, I mean, Lockie Lamb's first starter there, but on obviously Sam Walker, they've got that. That's their yeah. go-to well, he's eventually. The, he's the man. Is there? Um, and we saw Volkman uh, in a trial. Look, okay, he's, he, but he, again, it's short kicking and chip and chases in a trial game, whatever that means. Any intel there, Trev? Right. Mate, I'm still firm believer that the I see Sam Walker's the future. Now, like I, I still reckon um, they're going to go with Kiri. But even if they threw Walker out at six anyway, it doesn't matter because you're only playing right side, left side anyway. Mm. And that, oh, he'll play six, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very rare these days that you see halves play both sides of the ruck. It's just the six gets a little bit more. more when room. they do jump on the same side, you, yeah. they get that little time. bit extra time yeah, to run right. and so, gun and do whatever they do. And that, like, yeah. give, give him a go. And that, like, Give Lamb he a was go. good, man. Until he got busted, he yeah. was. He looked like a real good prospect, Lamb. Like, like give yeah. Lamb, give Lamb a go, and, I, and like I'm still, like I'm not a rooster supporter, but I, I was filthy on how they treated Flanagan. Yeah, I wasn't like, happy he, with he, he done nothing wrong. No, he no. didn't. And he gave him that okay. structure yeah, and that a, king yeah. game, and it, it, you know yeah, that, all it is is a positive for Canterbury, and yeah. now it's on it's on him to prove. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. um, end of day. I, I agree with you, but I, I'm going to lose sleep over I know last year that there was a thing of lamb, because this is all before the Kof Wenigan yep. uh, drama happened there at the Roosters, but there was a good chance that lamb was going to be leaving to go to England. <laughs> yeah. Go over and link up with his old that, man. That's yeah. right at Wigan. Well, that's why I asked you about um, Adrian Lamb's coaching aspirations. Is he looking to come back? If Robbo's going... Mate, to be honest, the word is Robbo's to honest, going to France. Fitzgibbon's oh, well, getting that job. Robbo, Robbo's um, like the coaching director or someone over in France now. Like he'll still coach yeah. NRL, but he'll yeah. still have that role. With but he he's, he's misses his French and his kids are yeah. But French, the, but yeah. But in the day, like will we ever be a head coach in the, in the NRL? The answer will be no. Okay. Like okay. and like he will never be a head coach in the NRL. We come back being insistent. Well, that's up to him. But I think the next head coach of the Roosters, if Robbo leaves, will be Craig Fitzgibbon. Yeah, yeah I think, and that's his groom for. He's turned down. He's turned down jobs. He turned. He turned down whole whole, whole FC. St George and Cowboys, I believe. That's right, and whole FC. Yeah. He's been sitting in the passenger seat for what seven, he six, seven years now. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so if Adrian Lamb's not coming back, is there a coach over there that will? Surely it's not like a Stephen Price or someone. No, nah, so well, Stephen Price is in his final year at Warrington. Yeah. So he, he would never get another head coaching job in the NRL. If anything, he would just get an assistant. Yep. And uh, um, like I was actually shocked when Warrington actually signed him, to be okay. honest with you. Um, as the head coach, he just wants you to say that Tim Sheens is going to come back and coach the Tigers. No, he's, no, I'm not. Tim, Tim, Tim Sheens is on his pension at Widner's yeah. you know, in the championship. Good on him. Yeah, so, good on him. yeah no, mate. Um, Slang is Paul Amack or Tim South. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I, I can't see at the moment any coaches. Let's get back to talking yeah, about get the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah. So, Roosters. So, um, but let's get. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, uh, my pre- my thing for Roosters is, yeah, same as Melbourne, but – and they're now coming off a year where there's no World Club challenges, no 
I, I think Roosters can help so hot. So you, uh, they've lost the last, the first round in the last, what, 10 Seven, years or something? 10 years, yeah. Um, they've come out hot. But I think actually age will catch up with the back row, the back line towards the back end because you've got the two 36-year-old Morris brothers. Yeah. Uh, Ed Manu and then, well, Corden is out. And friend. Takiyahu. Friend, Takiyahu. But um, yeah. what, what that... What, what I can count is, is Verrill's is a star in writing. Verrill's could end up taking over. Lindsay Collins is a star. Lindsay Collins is a star. And we haven't even talked about Victor. Victor's if he's fit Victor and firing, right. does he play lock? No, mate, yeah. no he play. starts at Ooker, I think. No. No. I think he starts. No, no he, he plays he's lock. He's super coach team. No. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays, no, he plays, plays lock. lock and he yeah, hurts a lot of people. he plays lock. Man, fuck. How good was he? Like He's defence. From when that season they won the comp, and then until he up until he got busted, man, he was he was, he was one of the best on the field. Every I tell you now, he would have been he would have been the lock for every week. He belts blokes when they run at him. He's got decent pace, decent feet, and a good passing game as well. And he's a big he's a big body. Like, and yep. he's just a fucking lunatic and wants to get on the piss. So we we just so absolutely he gets love him. Yeah. We should pick, we should pick a footy and frothy's first thirteen because <laughs> no, him and the cheese will be uh, the first two in. Monster, no money, monster, big things for this year, and he showed it during Origin. Angus Crichton. Mm. The way he played for New South Wales in Origin, if he comes back that with the Roosters, mm. watch out. Yeah, their, their four packs tremendous. And then you got, like I said, Takia, Tupanua. Um, super coach wise, Toto, anyone you're touching here, anyone you're just oh, too expensive. You're a brave man if you don't start with Teddy. You don't want to be death riding him. Mm. No, I'm not, I'm not death riding, but 800, I'll, I couldn't start with him. But, yeah, but, if he scores but he averaged 40. 20 points more than the next player <laughs> last year. It's pretty big. Manu, Manu's been my man for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> We haven't even mentioned him, but Joey Manu, tremendous. Um, hey, uh, I heard uh, Miskabee's last year, Joey Manu. He wants to play fullback Rugby. somewhere else. Hey, he, he, he wants to play fullback. Yeah. Oh, I, I mentioned this. I mentioned this round ten last year. Right. If, if Tigers were trying to chase a fullback that wasn't a fullback, go and spend money on Joey Manu. That's right. You did. He's say a that. star. Yep. Um, He's a star. Where um, Hargraves? They've got a great squad. Like, yeah. Where Hargraves too old, but then you go. It doesn't matter because. Just a beast. Lindsay Collins will play anyway, so it doesn't matter. So Radley's super important to this team. Um, I'm looking forward to watching this team. Actually, I think they're going to run second or third. Um, Cordner's a big question mark, obviously, with around what's happened to him. I'd, does he get back on? Does he get back into the team? Does he play another game of football? Yes, walk straight back Should in, he? which seems fit. I don't. I think twelve weeks off. They've got. They've obviously gone. So I think they've got um, Chris Nowinski involved. The MRI scans and stuff. I think Chris Nowinski is involved from the uh, America, who's probably the preeminent uh, mm-hmm. brain surgeon dude. He's a former pro wrestler and um, understands the what's the word ECT EC ECG brain scan. Anyway, yeah, the the. The brain issues. CTE, it is. Yeah. CTE, sorry. CTE, yeah. Collins He's the preeminent CTE uh, specialist. And uh, yeah, they'll have 12 weeks off. You give him six months off. Um, yeah, 12 weeks off during the year last year as well. So Should he play again? Well, they'll, they'll know by then. We've had this discussion yeah. fucking yeah, many times last year. All right, Barney, well. hand me a beer because. Collins and Butcher, they're young kids on the rise. They could be anything. Um, oh, Butcher's great. And yeah, they've got, they've got stars coming through. Verils, they need to Butcher. involve Manu more, which we've all said. Um, like 
Because half the season they went the other way. Manu basically didn't touch the ball for half the fucking year. Yep. And he's a Because then breaker. injuries happened and then well, Teddy got injured. He played fullback as a free. He averaged 90 at fullback for three I've games. I've got him running thirds. So. Pass me a beer because let's get to are it. Are we going to have uh, – you reckon yeah. the listeners have, you know, stayed the, yeah, is any stayed of, the if, trip? If, yeah. if anybody's oh, left mate. listening to this – Oh, they'll stay. If I ever anyway. see your face, I'll buy you seven beers. Just The West Tigers. <laughs> and I'll buy you seven beers. 11th last year, we've lost Benji Marshall. Chris Lawrence, Chris McQueen, Robert Jennings, Matt Eisenhuth, Harry Grant, Sam McIntyre, Josh Alloway, Josh Reynolds, Elijah Taylor, Kane Bradley, and Morowski. Wow. But did you really team. lose Harry Grant? Because he was only on one. <laughs> Don't talk about it. We've picked up James Roberts, uh, Stefano Otakamanu, Tamo, who's been appointed captain, Jock Madden, Simpkin Sini, has been promoted from reserve grade. Offen Goway, Tui Simpkins, and Dane Laurie. <laughs> I, I'm hoping Zach Sini makes his first grade debut. Yeah. There is a rap on him. There is a rap on him. I think he'll play. I think, I think all the way through has been. I think COVID crueled him last year. If he doesn't get 10 games, I'll be yeah. surprised. I, I, I know from his mouth essentially uh, COVID crueled his chances. I know, last year. I know it did. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not, I won't say on air what I know, mm. but I'll say off air, but yeah, it did hurt his t- chances. I think we've uh, discussed this, yeah. Um, the Tigers, so I, I, I may as well kick off. I would be actually, I think they've done a very, very good job in what they've signed. Mm. Yep. I'm actually excited, if it's not this for next year, I wish we still had Benji at six. If we had Benji at six, I'd be super excited. It would almost be borderline top eight. We still need a spine. You're not saying ninth, are you? <laughs> That's, That's why I said borderline top eight. Damn it. Um, as it sits, we'll see. But I think Dane Laurie is a great signing. Toto, Dane Laurie. To be honest, uh, I haven't seen a lot of him. I, I have heard the raps. Um, he did look pretty comfortable in the first few games he played last year in the top grade. Yeah. Um, and they were very keen to get him this year, so... Um, I'm excited to watch how he goes this year. Yeah, obviously yeah. Jimmy Roberts, if he's fit and firing, is a is a Origin centre. Um, simple yeah, as that. He has been. He's had his issues. They keep saying he's fit. Tommy Alex was a star. I like Dewey to six. I forecast that last year. The yeah, seven's an issue. Uh, I love the forward back now. I like the Tamos there gives us. We had no bodies last year. Now we've got mm-hmm. Tamo, Offen Galway, Cheekam if he stays on the Cheekam, uh, Twile was potentially good. back to thirteen. Twile Ghana. McKaylee. Twelve was an absolute god for yeah, like the first hurt. eight yeah. rounds last yeah, year. Yeah. And he was absolutely so killing The Fords are so much hope. There is a lot of hope for me. Sean um, uh, and Sean Ball's out to round eight. But uh, this uh, Okatamano from every every Parramatta fan that I've talked to, including Damo, who yeah. will be on the show near, tells me he's an absolute superstar in waiting. Mate, Damo's only going off what he sees on Facebook, mate. He, he never went down and watched reserve grade and junior reps. Well, no, he's, <laughs> he's a big body, man. Yeah, I know. He's, he's pretty good, quick. He is good. And then Simpkin looked good last week. Hook is obviously, at the end of the day, his spine is a big concern. Luke Brooks, it's his make or break year. I am Mate, I don't know how not confident yet, grade. but um, we got Simkin, Little Hooker, not confident. But I think Laurie and Dewey offer us something. Jock Madden, there's a spruik on. I didn't see a lot from him last week, but no, he was pretty average. Um, but the two hookers looked okay. A lot of confidence. I think we'll. Be, I think we'll be. 
okay. We'll beat a lot of teams. Uh, we'll beat some shitty teams. You're and not going to we'll- beat a lot of teams. I, I'm thinking <laughs> you'll beat some teams, but you're not going to beat a lot. Yes, of Yes, I'm thinking top ten, and that'll probably do I me. Mean, but the trial game, you had Jock Madden in there, and the last fifteen minutes of that trial game, all they did was give the ball to Laurie, who was playing six, who should be playing fucking fullback, and he just sort of ran at him and went, "Where's everybody else?" And there was nobody there. But the, yeah. you know, he's surrounded hey, by kids and all the rest of it. Do you not say on the uh, bold prediction show that the Tigers are the best forward pack? Mm-hmm. You yeah. I wanted to rate the Tigers higher than I, than I have, but I can't. There's too many questions around the spine. Um, they've strengthened their pack, and it's a, it's a good pack. But can, it'll get them a few unexpected wins. They'll they'll probably bounce a few teams just through the middle. But when your best players, I've got them running thirteenth. When your best players are winger, you know you probably gonna have a bit of a long year. Norfolk, and then twelve probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Tom James Tamo is a tremendous yeah, yeah. asset. But Tamo's massive. Uh, yeah. Toto, yeah, your thoughts? Anything to add? Um, I, I like the Tigers. I have a soft spot for them, but I just think looking at that lineup um, and the way that Madge tries to you know condition and get his teams to play, I don't know if the, if they've got the players to fit how he wants them to play. Mm. I. You know, you've got the Leilua brothers who are a bit enigmatic, like to offload, like to play, you know, a bit of second And play. Luciano was absolutely outstanding. He was He good. was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know where the class in that team is going to be to beat the better teams. They, they'll, they'll try hard all year and I just don't see them pushing for the eight. Okay. Trevor, any time? Mate, I've caught up with Wichi on Leilua about a four weeks ago or was it just before Christmas anyway I know it was not that long ago and he's looking pretty fit he's looking healthy he's looking strong and I, I said to him I said how's the environment at the moment at Tigers and he goes mate like he goes it's probably one of the best times I've been there bouncing off the walls yeah yeah, nice. uh, there is a lot of good vibes coming out I think well, I guess Tamao's we'll the leader man he brings that he's yeah. just got that you can see it like when they're playing games and when the, the pin on your own ten meter line, and they get the, the hooker's looking for someone. Tarmow's the bloke that just goes, "Fuck it, give it to me. I'll get smashed. Oh, That's fine." Yeah. I, I, I just miss the old Tigers when they'd concede thirty eight, and that's called score fifty. Yeah, but Madge is changing the culture. I get what he's doing, and I'm glad they re, they renewed him for two years. So I guess he's. We talked about O'Brien earlier. I guess that is it. So that's completes our wrap. Again, it it's crunch time now, boys. After. Woo. We're into the charger right here. Three, three and a half, half hours, hours into deep. Yeehaw. All right. Um, do I get paid by the hour? Or? Yeah, you do. By um, nuts. Yeah, you got one. Yeah, cashew. Mate. <laughs> All right. Let's get into your top eight, David Harvey. Right. So I've got um, I've got the Raiders winning the comp. Uh, just on the just on the back of the depth of the squad, I've got South running second, Roosters at three, Storm four, Penrith five. <laughs> Parramatta six, Newcastle seven, and the Titans at eight. Uh, actually, let's uh, in, let's extend it if you can keep going, or you can give us. I've got us the whole lot. Go, yeah, go for it. So um, we've got the Warriors at nine, Sharks at ten, Manly eleven, Cowboys twelve, the Tigers thirteenth, Broncos fourteenth, Dogs fifteenth, and the Dragons for the wooden spoon. Toto, uh, we'll go to. Trev first. Trev, you got me. Um, I don't really have a top eight as such. Um, but okay, I'll give us your top, top four. four. Top four. Top four. I reckon uh, Melbourne will be minor premiers. Yep. Uh, Canberra eight is second. South Sydney third. 
And uh, I'm going to go Roosters fourth. I'm going to go Raiders, Souths, Melbourne, Para. Actually, to finish fourth. Uh, East, Penrith, Titans, <coughs> Tigers, Newcastle, Broncos, Eagles, Warriors, Sharks, Bulldogs, Cowboys, Dragons to round at the bottom. Uh, I'm going to, uh, from that, say that, uh, yeah, Raiders, I think South's the team to beat. Yeah, my, I'll give a top eight. I've got Raiders, Panthers, Storm, Souths, Roosters, Titans, Eels, and Warriors. So from last year, I've got Newcastle and Cronulla dropping out, and I'm going to back the Titans and Warriors to, yeah, nice. to make yeah. their way in. Outstanding. Um, Many people will. All right. couple of th- – yeah, the, the final few questions. Your – do you have a buy of the year, Barney boy? Oh, I think Tino – I think yeah. Tino Fasamalahi is going to be the buy of the year. What he did at the Storm, and he's going to be given ultimate reign at the Titans. Like, he's going to be their marquee man. He'll be better than Fafita. Yes, I, I agree with you, the fact that uh, he's a better buy than Fafita. He'll Tot- be, yeah, one of the best back rowers in the game. Toto. I, I don't know if I've got a standout best, but I'll go for Noah Blake. He's a massive sign. Oh, yeah. He'd yeah. be the best front row in the game and in that environment. Um, yeah, I think he's going to have a massive year. Trev? I took it off. Sorry, mate. Uh, and I'll, why not? I'm just going to say, in the grand scheme of winning grand final, Benji Marshall. Um, <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a rookie of the year, boys? It's a hard year to, to stamp any, so you well, don't have to. Off okay. our prediction year, I went yeah. Ben Trebojevic. And if he, I, I think if he gets more than about 15 games, okay. I'm oh, I, I don't be surprised think, if he gets I, up I, there. I, I don't think... And if he does uh, make his debut this year, he'll probably make it. I don't think he'll get as many games to actually classify it as a rookie season. He has five, five games I reckon, rookies. I reckon next year will be his rookie season. You don't think he get more than five games this year? No. In that squad? No. Oh, man, that back row is pretty thin. No. Yeah, I think. He won't uh, play back row. No, nah, and they're really spooking him. I think Danny Wilder's already had for seven years with him. Oh, he's, oh. Danny Wilder's camping outside his fucking house right now. I think um, he might even end up playing 13, and his older brother will end up playing in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Toto? I'll go Charlie Staines. Yeah, he only played, I think, two yeah, games last year. He's eligible. On the back. All right. Yeah, Final nice. words. Uh, Dally, uh, Dally M? Uh, no. Uh, Jake Simpkin, is he, <laughs> if he plays hooker. Dally M will beat a wizard, mate. Harry Grant. Harry Grant? Yep. I reckon he would have got uh, Dally M last year if he didn't get injured. <laughs> would have gone close. I ought to mention Ollie. Ollie's tipped Gutho for uh, Dally M. Uh, I'll go It's a bit of a flawed system When you're in a stacked team And you've got others To take points off you In saying that I will go Dylan Brown Dylan Brown Nice I'm tossing up Between a few man Um, There's a couple there Um, I think Georgie's Probably going to have The best year of his career This year And I think he might be up there who's uh, that, sorry? George, Georgie Pie. George Williams. Georgie Pie, George Williams. Um, Georgie Pie. You know Georgie Pie? He knows Georgie Pie now. No, but Georgie Pie, do you know what Georgie Pie is? It's a pie from New Zealand called Georgie Pie. I do now. He is a Georgie Pie. <laughs> I am actually... Cody Walker is going to go close. I think he's going to be on the end of pretty much everything and when they score points, he's going to be the flash guy that's going to get the... The numbers, um, but <laughs> Pappenhausen, uh, if, if is kicking goals and scoring tries and fucking, yeah, I, I think Ryan Pappenhausen. 
I am going to. Uh, I'm going to actually agree with uh, Ollie Gutho. I think Gutho Para. He's probably banking a couple of points every week and Gutho for him. For Dally M. Any ad boys? Toto. Any final. We haven't asked you about the, the ultimate super coach choices. Do you want to keep your powder dry for a week or you want to. Yeah, mate, I'll hold on to that information. All right. <laughs> uh, Trev, any plugs you want to get in? Um, no, not really, mate. Uh, no plugs at all. No, that's right. And uh, Barney Boy? Footy and Frothies, like, subscribe. Yeah, so we are Footy and Frothies. Right, if you've made it this far in, you've probably watched three of the Lord of the Rings, so that's good. But um, we have made it this far into our most comprehensive season preview of time. We do this each and every week uh, on a Wednesday night, uh, the full season, the full round review, and it's full round preview. Toto, I hope you're going to come back and chime in for a, a few of these. Have a lot of fun. Yeah, don't, don't We've got our rotating cast. You can come in and join us anytime at the Gums and have fun. Uh, Trev, I will wish you all the best in your move next week, buddy. Uh, you Thanks, moving mate. to Piermont to have pull all the chicks on the yeah. balcony there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we do have our rotating cast. So each and every week we will be here to do our two hours of reviews and previews. Yeah, I'll probably come uh, in every second week. You come out and drop in. Ollie, in his opinion, will join us from Rugby league in his opinion and Damo will join us at the colonial uh he's very spirited so he'll be there too so very good rotating cast you'll get barney and i each and every week barney boy yeah well done mate we will do it again looking forward to it so we'll be back next wednesday to talk about trials until then i've got to probably play some music and uh wind this up and uh good luck everyone check out chelsea tips for the betting tomorrow but other than that talk to everyone about 40 next week how'd you get it on don't talk about it. <laughs>